This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Breaking Down the Ring, the one and only podcast on Podcast Detroit, Wednesdays from 9 to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Obviously, this is a new home. Same time, new home. But uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, everyone likes it so far. The sound quality you guys are saying is better. I like it. The uh, show quality you're saying is worse. Well, we know. (laughs) So, <laughs> uh, that's what happened when I quit drinking <laughs> As always we are here with the ring crew Smitey Smarky Smark is back Z Orlando Callie is not here because she's flying to Somewhere Hell if you don't pray <clears throat> Whoa. Whoa Wow Jesus <laughs> Thanks Thanks man uh, There's beer right out there if you need <laughs> And uh, I of course I am Mikey uh, So Man, it was a big fucking week, dude. Uh, SmackDown was live in our hometown here. We live in uh, Michigan, so right here in Detroit. So four out of the five of us in this room, five out of the six of the ring crew, were all attendants in SmackDown. Uh, Raw happened, Roadblock uh, finished, but we want to talk first about our BDR championship. Our BDR championship uh, last week, the last week, uh, last month, the... Little next little thing, Callie won the belt. She is a noob. Uh, she's a greenhorn, one hundred percent, and she took the first ever, the inaugural title, and then showed her roots the following and, month. Well, <laughs> right, she's our TJP. RJ <laughs> <laughs> Dillsworth. Oh, no, no, she didn't get destroyed, which was cool. I, I'll be honest. Uh, it was really close. This whole this whole month was really close. It literally came down to uh, previous months. Yeah, uh, everyone was right there. The top, basically, five of us were all in one point of each other, and Gally was within two. Uh, so, I had eight points. Orlando had eight points, and then Smitey Joe and Z all had nine. Everyone's pick was the exact same, five for one show, four for the other, so no one got it. We had to go back to the previous month where uh, it came down to between Joe and Smitey because they had the top two numbers last time. And we went through it, and we figured, as we talked about last month, had it been one of those, it would have been Joe taking the title. So, Joe! Is the brand new BDR champion? The champ is here. 
Boom. I thought you hated Cena. No. <laughs> I love Cena. Well, I mean, he's kind of on the same schedule as Cena. He shows up when he wants. Takes the champion <laughs> back. Hey, when, you're, when you're top talent, okay, <laughs> I got to make my, you know, I got to make my appearances special. I'm an important person. I have a lot of things going on. You know, the champion will come around when the champion gets to it. You're way too small to be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I have as much hate as he does. Yeah, I mean. I have hate in my heart like he does. <laughs> Immense oh, no. amounts of hate. Oh no, he's giving me the eye of the Jew. Does that make me, does that, does that make me to tie I don't give a shit about anybody's kids. How's that? <laughs> you what? I said, I don't give a shit about anybody's kids. How's that? Yeah, that's basically your Brock Lesnar then. And yes, Smitey, that makes you the Ty Dillinger. I keep coming up short. That's, well, you know, it's strange to hear that about a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, well... We've heard it two months in a row now from you. <laughs> watch it, white boy. I, I don't have to watch it. Apparently, I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we have the title. Uh, there's one of two titles. Like So, obviously, we had that little title that we showed everybody before. Uh, but there was a Cyber Monday 2.0 sale where I was able to acquire a commemorative belt at a very discounted price. So I was waiting for everyone. Uh, I know Kelly has said yes. I know two of the guys in here have said yes in the chat. And just if you guys are down. Put the pressure on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Not putting you on the spot or anything. We can talk about it after or during break if we take a break. Uh, but I'm just saying so we can figure out and how we go. Obviously, I don't care either way because either I get a really cool commemorative title to walk around with or... I don't. Or Joe gets a really cool commemorative title. (laughs) And again, the whole thing with the commemorative title, and look, man, you take it home. It's yours for the month. You just bring it back when it's time to announce a new champion. Change the side plates. and I wish you could change the side plates. (laughs) Oh, somebody actually. uh, Get a little star, David. Somebody actually had one of those. Check the titles out. uh, (laughs) Plates out. The real one? Right, dude. That's awesome. Oh, that'd be good. So, uh, (laughs) Joe will be walking around with a brand new BDR title. He's a new, well, not new, yeah, champion, sucker. That's right. And it'll be decided again after the Royal Rumble. See who takes it. Uh, we're going to get some things down and figure out how we're going to score the Royal Rumble. But until then, let's get into some outside of WWE stuff. And there's been a lot of things that have happened this week. Uh, huge, well, even including things in WWE. But first and foremost, literally one of the first things we've ever talked about on this show was Broken Matt Hardy. <laughs> it's full circle. <laughs> yes, delightful. Yes, yes. Oh, I knew you'd come <laughs> around to talk about me. Uh, total nonstop deletion happened last Wednesday, and my God, was it funny! <laughs> so bad it was good again. Oh, uh, yes. Um, everyone watch it. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Um. Like, okay, it's not wrestling. It's like a movie with wrestling in it. And in that sense, it's entertaining. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Is she like Ready to Rumble? It's, yeah, it's like Ready to, Ready to Rumble is like really cheesy, but it's good, like in a really entertaining, yes. nonsensical way. It got David Arquette a world championship. Well, that part was, that was the, the side I didn't like. But, but yeah, so I don't know, it was good. Fucking Matt Hardy is the most compelling character on either promotion right now. Who the fuck thought we'd say that? But who's having a, who's having a bigger year, him or Jericho? Hardy, Hardy, Hardy yeah. Because sure. Hardy, people are talking about TNA, and people don't do that. 
Okay. Yeah. And that's well, the only we're talking about watch. TNA. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that. Yeah. We talk okay. about TNA. <laughs> fair, yeah. fair enough. Uh, I'm going to say there were my two favorite things uh, were one, what Hardy said after him and Hurricane buried that tag team. That, literally. That was my favorite. They, they, they hilarious. They threw fucking dirt out of him. He goes, ah, we have just buried this up and coming team like so well that the man of three H's would even smile. Ah, yes. <laughs> and then they both looked in the fucking camera and gave the thumbs up. And then when he went, when, uh, like a reanimation. Helms went into went to the lake of reanimation the first time he came out, and it was three count. <laughs> he was shooter Shane Helms. Like, <laughs> and he's I, like, I, I don't know, man. I think the dilapidated boat saving Matt Hardy from getting beat. Was, <laughs> <laughs> right when he called been. it over like the force. Like, yes. no, man. Like, Let's kick this boat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which led Start to him, stopping on the him falling into the fucking lake, coming back, just looking. Go, You're not Evan. You're not Shannon. Then <laughs> beating his own tag team up. Uh, yeah, it, look, man, they, it was funny. It was good. Uh, Rock and Roll Express showed up. Hell yes. I'm sorry. The Express that rock and rolls. Yes. Uh, King Maxwell, a one year old, now has a victory in professional wrestling. Over rock. Yeah, <laughs> two technically. Yeah, the disco cameo. Did you it, notice that? The what? Like Maxwell the beats disco, disco cam- in an indie show. He what? He beat Maxwell in the indie show. Uh, you didn't notice after uh, Maxwell got the win there that they panned the camera backstage. It was Disco Infer- Inferno, and he was like, thank God it's not me this time. Does anybody <laughs> want to play some poker? <laughs> I did not catch that. No? Okay. no. That was pretty funny. Uh, I was probably like... Yeah, because he pinned Disco at an indie show. So that's officially Maxwell's second victory, but it's his first televised one. Oh, jeez, dude. That's yeah. the first time I have... Uh, I, yeah, I knew I knew about it, and I was I was laughing so hard at a one year old being, you know, winning a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." Fucking drone tried to fight for the women's title. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> ODB motor. The drone got to mo- now, motorboat ODB, man. <laughs> you are not you are not on drugs. Well, you might be on drugs, <laughs> but this is actually what happened on the show. All this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> one year old, the drone. A dilapidated boat. A pregnant this, woman. This is wrestling a, in 2016. A world apparently. title match that lasted the entire show. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of like that kind pregnancy of thing. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. pregnancy announcements. <laughs> the what? Actual pregnancy announcements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end when he was like... Uh, the four of us shall rebuild. The five, five. of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys uh, give total nonstop deletion? It's mighty. Give it an eight. <laughs> so angry about it, Joe. Oh, it's it's tough to rate these things because I mean, it like so Orlando, it's it not good. like wrestling. Well, let's go strict entertainment value. Entertainment value is pretty damn funny, so I guess eight point five. Yeah, I'm right there. Eight. I'm gonna give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. The only things Orlando has ever given a ten are um, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, and did you give Brock Lesnar Goldberg a ten? I don't know. It should have got one though. <laughs> so yeah, he did. So yeah, uh, two of the three things you've given a ten to uh, belong to Matt Hardy. Yeah, I never thought it did, <laughs> or anyone thought. Holy shit, man! What do you, uh, you guys think about quite a twist of fate. Jeff Hardy's newest <laughs> alter ego? Brother the, weed hero. the weed whacker? With three oh. E's? <laughs> I don't know. That was ridiculous. And then him pulling out the weed whacker and going and smack Weed whacking yeah. the dirt? Yeah. <laughs> and well then well, he, he also, weed the guy and yeah, then they, the they guy. cut away from oh, the yeah, guy that, and then yeah. they show the guy with like torn up clothes and that shit. Was, that was a little 
I mean, well, the whole fucking thing was campy, but <laughs> yeah, that's that a, was extra campy. It's, it's really hard to to judge that. It was like <laughs> 60s Batman, Adam West Batman campy yeah. almost. Uh, I'll be honest, I give it an eight as well. Uh, it was hilarious. I watched it. I went back and rewatched it. Yeah, <laughs> I, was say, I watched it twice. <laughs> Were you just looking for like the band wet pal things every now and again? Every now and then, yeah, I could totally the whole fucking. There would be a nice addition to that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Hornswoggle showing up. Swoggle, sorry. Yep. Swoggle showing Swoggle up. Swoggle showed up as what? Rockstar Buds tag team partner. Yeah, something like yeah. That? yeah. And with a with a king of small style shirt. I was like, oh, wonder what you're doing. <laughs> Gimmick infringement, <laughs> but to be fair, everyone's doing a bullet club now. So, hey, we are, <laughs> well, we, are, say we are to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, then that leads into news from the WWE. They announced a United Kingdom Championship tournament, uh, or is it a tournament, or is it just it's a two-day two day, two day tur- It's a two day tournament. I guess I should culminating in the new UK yeah, championship. Kick off a new UK and division be, then in the UK. Then it's going to be yeah, a weekly show. Yeah, UK based for you know that championship. The network. It's interesting. They're basically owning. <laughs> they're taking what's popular because I, I had mentioned to I don't know if I'd mentioned on the air, but about TV indie wrestling is just so big in uh in Europe right now. Yeah. like indie wrestling is just you huge. You also yeah, you have TNA was really big. They yeah, TNA bases over there in, in yes. the UK area. So, but the way they're doing the thing with the indies is like any good indie, they're basically just having a relationship with quote unquote where they're making money off of them. It's smart for by their part, and it helps out the indie guys too. So I guess it's a it goes both ways, but. Strange. It's like they don't want anyone else to make money without them. Well, to an to an extent, I mean, yeah, they're trying. I mean, they're putting their hand into it. But from the interviews I saw afterwards, uh, a lot about a lot of people were talking to Regal, asking him what the talent can and cannot do. And he goes, "They can do whatever they want. We don't care what promotion they go work for. They're all free to do whatever they want as long as the days that we need them, they're available." And I was like, "I guess I get that." You know, it puts them on the network. They're going to get more exposure. They're going to get bigger paydays from any place that they go now. And now, now you can breed local talent. Uh, was I muted? Accidentally, sorry. But now you can yeah, breed. Yeah, total accident. You can breed local talent in the UK, and they can still travel and do their thing and build a name for themselves and then also be on the, the WWE Sure, they like said it goes both we, ways. Yeah, right. Um, I, I think WWE just wants more content for the network. I think that's the end goal. Do they need a UK championship? No. I think that part is silly, and I think the tournament, how many tournaments are they going to fucking do? You know? It's just, okay. Yeah, they, they announced the women's yeah, tournament. Had, is, I was just about to say that. Well. Yeah. They did. Women's tournament. When did they announce that? They said they're doing it in 2017. They didn't have a date Oh, yet. yeah. That, okay, yeah. the Because they're also talking about doing a second Cruiserweight tournament. Yeah, well. yeah. So, but I don't think that's going to happen. Not with 205 Live. I, I hope not, because at this point, it's just overkill. Just tournament. But do something different. You know, you, there's a different way to do things. Well, well, Japan has been really successful doing a lot of tournaments throughout the year. Like, the G4 Climax is one of the biggest tournaments in professional wrestling. G1. The G1 Climax, yeah. G4? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, other than a tournament, though, like, what would be the best way to determine I, who I don't, should be there. I don't think they need a championship for what they're doing now with these guys, or they even need a tournament. I think they just need to put them on the air and show them what they can fucking do. Just find a way to format the show. I, I don't mind a tournament as much as long as like there is something to win. It doesn't need to be a title. You know what I'm saying? Like a trophy, but, like the Dusty Classic. Right. But if you're doing a tournament, then you'd have to do an annual ter- tournament. But if you're building it to have its own weekly show... You don't necessarily have to do an annual. You can just have a, a tournament to culminate the division, mm-hmm. figure out who your first champion, and, and that's it. Yeah. Or maybe they're just 
they had so much success with that cruiserweight classic that now this is just their go-to move. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think a, a large part of the network in a lot of ways, a lot of shows that we see from the original stuff, all that stuff, it's just them throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think maybe this is a continuation of that. They like the Cruiserweight Classic, like you said, and maybe they're just trying to capitalize on what's going on in Europe right now with wrestling. So it's smart. It's smart on their part. I just think, uh, you know, let's not do the same format for every single time they're going to do one of these things. Right. Uh, yeah, switching it up too would make it more fresh for any time you do anything. I I agree wholeheartedly with you. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, are you guys even remotely excited about this? I mean, I'll give I'll be honest. That belt looks amazing. It's literally the British pound uh, inside the the same design, the uniform design for the WWE heavyweight. Title. It just doesn't have the big WWE. See, they, they, they showed a picture on one of the websites and it said, what we wanted was this. And it was the old European championship, but modernized to look like all the other championships today. So it, it has the same outline of the world heavyweight championship with the, you know, basically the Italian flag in the middle all in whatever was on the year. You, you know what I'm talking about? The European title. It was like yeah. the, the white, the red, the green behind it with the background. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. And it, and it looked better than the UK one that they were doing, but it was fans griping over, you know, they wanted the European championship back, but they got this UK championship. So not a lot of people liked it. Me personally, I, I actually think it's quite ugly. Really? Yeah. I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't like how every belt is, you know, starting to look the same. Like it's the UK Championship. It's a show that's going to be on the network. I mean, thankfully, the, we got a little variation. UFC is literally the same belt for every division. Yeah, yeah. like there is no yeah, difference that, no, in any no, of those. No, that's belts. true. I I'll be honest. Uh, I like it. I, I think it is. I think it's different. Yeah, it's, it's something. It's still different, way different from all the rest of the titles but that WWE has right now. The the main plate is different. The inside, yeah. Uh, yeah. the, the I mean, inside it's of the main, yeah. it's uniform. There's a standard uniform that's going to go. And what I'm hoping, though, I'll be completely honest with this, is while there is the WWE uh, World Title, the Universal Title, the Women's Titles for both, um, and we'll get into it later uh, a little bit more. But they updated the Raw Tag Titles to be silver plated with red belts now. Uh, I would like to see if they do something else, like with the U.S. title, uh, and like we, I think we'd already talked about this. Just a variation from the Intercontinental to being United States Championship, like yeah, keep like that, like that old same. one that we were talking about, where <clears throat> it it's virtually you know the one uh, the we looked up, like, one, yeah. yeah. But I and I would like to see I and dude, if you go on anyone plays WWE 2K17, like people upload their designs on there all the time. Go check out some of their title designs on there. Awesome, it, they look yeah. really good, man, really good. Uh, but so yeah, back to the question: are, are, Is anyone even? Are you guys re- remotely excited about this? Like you're gonna watch it, or I'm more curious than excited to be honest. Like I'm gonna watch. I like it's wrestling. I'm going to it piques my curiosity. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch it just to see what these guys are about. Honestly, okay. For some reason, I don't know why I was much more intrigued by the uh, when the cruiserweight tournament first started than I am this, and I don't know why. Uh, do you kn- do you know any of the names for any of the competitors in the UK? No. no. 
That might be it then. Because you may yes. have like going into the cruiserweight, even like, oh, I know who this person is. Like, I know Tajiri. I know, you know, so-and-so. Uh, I have seen them wrestle. Britt Swan, Cedric Alexander. People that you know from ROH. And even people like that. that I didn't really like know. I, I've heard I heard of them like I mean, just you heard of Zack Saber Jr. right you like you read the Cody dirt sheets or whatever you you see their names you know like so you hear their names being spoken you read them but even if you haven't seen them wrestle before you I know? mean I haven't looked over it, even I, the I, list yeah. of guys that's even in it so I'm it, not yeah. really sure who maybe I they have. post they have they have a post maybe there is someone in that yeah. tournament yeah. that I'd recognize or at least know their name or something I don't know yeah they posted the competitors which means you think Saber be back in there. Somewhere I don't. Well, remember. they showed all the competitors. I didn't know their names and I didn't see them. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't really take that much of a gander, but I know the picture you're talking about because it's like them posing with Triple H. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know exactly who's in it. I'd have to go over the names to. Uh, but but I would say there's generally uh, like I think Smitty pretty much nailed it. Like there's interest, but I don't think it's as <coughs> interesting as the Cruiserweight Classic. And again, it's also because we just seen something similar to this, so. Not and and it also seems thrown together. Like we just found out about it last week. Like we had some build up. Yeah, when does this even start? January twenty fifth and sixth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the Royal Rumble? The 29th. Okay. Well, so, that's gonna be a really big weekend wrestling. So yeah. we got. All right, I don't need a Triple H video. So I'll also be in a chain rope match that weekend. Hey, at, le- at, le- at, le- at <laughs> least blood. now, since none of us are any of the competitors, Toronto. we can call that tournament and strictly be guesswork. No, because you got to do research. Like you know, not as at least two or three of us are going to do some research into some of these guys, right? Uh, so I, you, I mean, is, <laughs> are you looking up the names yeah, right now? Is that what we're get, doing? Yeah, I'm getting them up right now. Yeah, uh, I am one of those people. Asshole. No. Here we go. Uh, Trent Seven, Jack Stars, Pete Dunn, Wolfgang, Roy Johnson, Sam Gradwell, James Drake, Jordan Devlin, Tyler Bate, Joseph Connors, Tyson T Bone. H.C. Dyer, Dan Maloney, Chris Tyler, Saxon Huxley, Ringo Ryan, Tiger Ali, and Tucker. I know none of them. <laughs> I, either. I know I'm three not. of them from I watched the WC, WCPW, which is uh, British. What culture? Yeah, what culture is all wrestling. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I started watching that when they started getting names like they had uh, Sandow go there. Oh, okay. they, they had Cody Rhodes has done a couple of matches. Cody Rhodes has actually wrestled Kurt Angle there. So um, they've had some, yeah, yeah, yeah but I, none him, of those like, names me? sound familiar to me at all. So. These are all fresh faces for the most part. Yeah, I'm surprised because there's a lot of uh, Europe guys that got some buzz that they are running to throw like a what's his fucking name something gun. He's I don't know. There's all kinds of Europe guys that got buzz right now. I'm surprised they're not. Well, in let there. me let me ask you this: hearing names that you can recognize does that also maybe kind of spoil the ending for you? Because if you're when we were going into the Cruiserweight Classic, we were, both all of us basically picked the finale, which didn't happen we because wrong. the guys well yeah. because the guys didn't sign, they wouldn't sign. Um, Colton Saber didn't sign. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we're all gonna watch it, and so we're gonna reserve judgment till then. I just think it's odd that they wouldn't add some of the names that got buzz over there into right. it because none of those names sounded familiar to me. Uh, Except for the Tiger one, and I'm just thinking Tiger Holly Singh from the fucking 90s. Right? <laughs> That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. And I was like, when him. he said that, I was like, I was going to say, Sing? You know? <laughs> oh, no. He's got one last run. Like, <laughs> Look at this girl, you old bastard. That's not a he, bunch of He's travel. the Tigeri of the UK tournament. <laughs> uh, who's coming back now? Uh, so, okay. Up next. Sorry. 
Yep, that was me. <laughs> I was like, man, I hear something. Uh, up next, talking some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Because of this, uh, the owner for New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, came out and had a conversation. Uh, Takaki Kidani, uh, he addressed the subject of WWE's move into other territories. And <clears throat> he said this. Again, loose translation. Uh, quote, WWE Strategy 1, raise roughly 2 billion yen from the network to create a network of global territories and tie up talent. It's very possible WWE purchase a promotion in Japan. WWE are shoring up their network because of cable cutters and prevalence of streaming, meaning declining TV ratings. The cable TV structure is the cable TV structure as is will collapse in the US within 3 to 5 years. There are many reasons for WWE to create local territories. It cuts costs just to send talent on international tours and not the whole infrastructure. WWE are only functionally profitable in the U.S., Canada, and U.K. They have TV elsewhere, but that's all. By creating territories, they're able to actually create product with awareness of cultural differences and characteristics of markets. WWE have had difficulty in creating a new, creating new stars. By going to local territories and broadcasting them, they can create network stars. WWE are taking big gambles in it for one. In IT for one, sorry. Uh... <clears throat> And he went on to say that this isn't the platform to discuss New Japan Pro Wrestling strategy fully, but we will announce something soon. We are entering a phase where you either you are either with WWE or against them. WWE have a lot of weakness and time is not on their side. That being said, like he said, it's either with or against. Do you think, especially with the inclusion of some of the stars at pulling, you know, uh, I mean, it really kind of started when they brought what Tensai in. Yeah, Albert. You like the, was that like their first uh, real foray into getting a major Jap- announcing him as a major Japanese star? Like really not being a douche about that culture, uh, even though they were kind of a douche. But that was his gimmick in they Japan. Just buried him over there when he came back, though. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, and one hundred percent. And then they threw him with fucking uh, sweet grenade of sweet tea. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brodus Clay. Yeah, yeah Brodus Clay. I was like, couldn't remember his name. I used to love when he was at TNA. He would look up at the disco ball and just be like, really like, why the fuck did I do that? I, I used to love at the end of uh, every match, his face tattoo would be like half gone. Right. Uh, so, again. Like Akushi. We, New Japan Pro Wrestling, do you guys think they're going to go with or against WWE? Joe, I want you to kick it off. I'm not sure. I, I almost feel like some stuff got lost in translation there. Um, they've already been... Well, they showed they sent Jushin Thunder Liger over to wrestle Tyler Breeze for an NXT show, so that was a little bit of a working relationship there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how they'd really go head-to-head with WWE. I mean, I know they're the second biggest wrestling promotion in the world, but other than a weekly show that Josh Barnett and JR commentate on uh, Access TV, the old HD net, which my cable system doesn't even get, that's like the only roots they have planted in America. I don't think he... I don't. From my understanding, I don't think he even means against them internationally or in general. I think he means in Japan because he's saying WWE's coming to all these markets and they're putting in and making stars and run promotions there. So I think he's talking about competing with them in Japan. Like not making it a worldwide thing, just the territory. Yeah, yeah. If it's just Japan, New Japan will blow them away, I think. Yeah, yeah. To an extent, and that's and that's what even he was saying. He was like, "Look, they're starting to make forays into other territories, and it's smart. Go to UK first. 
go somewhere else next. You know, don't hit, make Japan like your third or fourth stop. China figure be the next spot. Yeah, figure out what's working for you in these situations and then improve on it. Well, it makes sense because he mentioned in the article that they're only functioning in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., so it makes sense. Functionally profitable, yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to build a foundation in the U.K. first Mm -hmm. and then kind of And it's a cheap way because they don't have to, like they said, travel and bring all their guys over. It's already localized talent, already guys that work that culture and that scene because, as you know, wrestling in Mexico is different than wrestling in Japan and stuff. Instead of bringing WWE guys to Mexico... You know, and working their same style. Now you're going to have the luchadors and or vice versa. The guys in Europe working the European style. You're going to have the Japanese guys working the Japanese style, and it's going to be broadcast on their network. I, do, do you uh, think? I mean, obviously with them opening the UK division, and then WWE's had a few shows in the past few years in Japan. You know, like the Beast in the East, mm-hmm. uh, the one in Osaka where they with just with which is Nakamura and, and Joe. Yeah. Um, so I mean. Is that like New Japan being like, you know, stay out of our territory, you know, or I don't you know, I think you said it best when you said they've already had a working relationship with the states. I think more than likely the thing that they're going to announce soon is a working relationship. And it just makes sense. When you say working relationship, you mean like they have a word <clears throat> of honor or I don't know. I, I don't know what there's sh- what the I but I think it's definitely going to be New Japan and uh uh, WWE work together to an to an extent with ju- just those two companies. Maybe not any extended company yet, but possible. But New Japan already has a working relationship with ROH. We've talked in the past how there's been conversation. Mexico too, right? Uh, was it CML? CMLL? CMLL? Yeah. We and we've talked in the past how the WWE has put out a survey saying, "Hey, if we offered you content of these promotions, on, would you pay more money?" And a lot of people said yes. Oh yeah, you had New Japan footage. I'd but so then you got to think about it. Uh, it would be kind of stupid to go against again, as you know. As I, I think you're right, hitting right on the head, Orlando. I think it's 100 percent a territory thing. I don't think it's a world thing. But you don't work with WWE in that territory. You lo- you cost yourself an option to get more. I, mean, exposure. I would have to see what the repercussions of not because like, in my head I can't think of a financial argument to go against it. Well, for I, WWE, I get it because they're going to make money off of somebody else's talent pool and everything else without having to pay them and travel them around. So for them, it makes perfect financial sense. But for New Japan, I get that they get the exposure in America from TV. But other than that, like what are there has to be some type of financial. Uh, I'm going to something's going to go on there back too. or something. I'm, I'm going to bet that if there is some sort of tournament or something, WWE is going to front that cost. WWE, because it's like if they're hey, we want to put a tournament on, we want to use your guys, we'll pay them. You know what I'm saying? And these are your guys to get over, and we'll we're gonna pay them to be on our product. But will you? Because I, I mean, it'll be interesting moving forward. I just think as of now, we don't have enough details to really know, you know, what the plan is and if they're going to work with them or not. Uh, I think I, I if he's saying there's a reason we got to either join them or go against them, which is. I think the clearest point made, the rest is kind of um, talking about the nature of whatever he's doing, um, the clearest point that he makes, then I think um, there's obviously reasons that he would not want to join with them. Maybe they're worried about them having creative control of their company or something like right. that. There's there's some type of repercussions that they don't want to be a working relationship with. Which so. makes total sense. I agree. If, you're, if WWE is coming in and trying to take control of something... 
I would say no. As a company, especially, it'd be different if WWE is trying to come in and take control of a lesser promotion, the second biggest promotion in the world, who is doing major numbers over there and really only isn't in the U.S. Honestly, the way I look at it, New Japan Pro Wrestling is soccer. The soccer of wrestling. It's huge everywhere but America. Yeah. You know? Yeah, until you start, until WWE starts signing some of their biggest stars over there. Like, over the last year, they got Shinsuke, they got AJ, they got Gallows and Anderson, who were some of the biggest stars over there at the time. Which I completely agree with, but how much money are you going to throw at people, hoping they work, and then possibly bury them? Like, I'll be honest, outside of Shinsuke and NXT and AJ up top, Gallows and Anderson are being kicked in the dick, left and right. You know, and so they're paying the... Yeah, but you know what, sometimes... Sometimes I don't think I said I say this all the time, but WWE is a different platform. So when you get to WWE, you got to have character to get over. And uh, Gallows and Anderson, their characters are supposed to be ass kickers. I get that. But, be a star, man. Be but, a star. But if you, when you watch them, do, are you ever like entertained by their characters? Because I have never been. Not until recently. I'll be completely honest about you know? that. Uh, I 100% before when they were trying to do the funny shit, I was like, don't do this. You need to get back to your being badasses thing. Uh, even you can't now, do it as heels without being yeah, a bully. I didn't like but, this. I, I do like like the, the good brother, too sweet stuff, though. The, right. You know. I, I mean, look, it's even going that's calling kind of their the nerd day right now is like, well, okay, you're kind of pushing it. You know, like it's, you're still trying to be funny. Like, I, I had no problem with uh, uh, being mean and taking green line. No problem, because it makes sense. Uh, making green, sorry. Um, because... It's what you should do. You should be worried about making money and kicking asses to make more money. You want the titles because it'll put bigger checks in your pocket. Why are you calling people the nerd day? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? Why are you trying to joke? So, I mean, we can put partial blame on the writers and creative, but I, I, I really Always. feel like those two have um, failed to connect, though. Like, it, it, with those two they especially. They need to be bullies. You know, Shinsuke connects. He's got natural charisma. AJ is so good, he connects. You know, plus he's, he was kind of an established brand with enough people already. Uh, those two weren't like an established brand in America, you know. So when they come on TV, they have to connect, and I don't think they've done that. Well, Gallows, this is his second run at WWE. If I third, right. probably. What you, he's had he, four. He, he was Festus. He was yeah, so third. Gallows. Yeah. Yeah. He was fake Kane. Well, not his third run. Not his not his third run. Because uh, he was still in the company right, that, when this, he was all those flips. Right. Then he went to Japan and he came back. So this, this is his second run, run in the company, but his like eighth gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> I, listen, and I generally like those guys. I think they're good. I just think you know in WWE you got to have a little something extra character wise, and I don't feel like those guys have shown Found that it yet. yet. And that is exactly right. Really, I Rich think they had. I, really, I think they have it, but I also think that they is the fact that what they have WWE doesn't want to showcase that side of being a heel. Like what will make them work is if they were bullies. And with this whole Be A Star campaign, you really can't have a bully character on, a show, on your shows. I call bullshit on that. I mean, you can. You, you can. They just won't do it. I mean, everyone they, they did that whole they, bully gimmick <clears throat> with Ryback. A couple and years how long back. did that work? That never worked. Is saying how long? How long did they run with it? Actually, it, it didn't. It didn't work. Yeah. So there's no like Ryback. You just cause it, you. Anytime Ryback talks, you were like, "Shut up." Yeah. So he tried it with Baron Corbin with the whole Kalisto thing, but where did that go? It's going somewhere. I think yeah. it's getting him somewhere. Yeah, I mean, look, right now he's, he's in got a, tri- a title shot next week. Triple threat match title match next week. You know? And it's still the same fucking gimmick. <clears throat> he still hates everyone. He 
bullied fucking Ziggler, call him a loser the and entire it, and time. And he seems to have gotten much better on the mic as well. I agree with you. He is definitely. Like, I, I was impressed by the promo this week. Yeah. Um, going back to the UK thing, though, I think another part of this tournament and establishing a uh, network show and everything over in the UK is there's been talks recently of them possibly doing a WrestleMania in the UK. So this might be the stepping stone to actually to achieving see what that kind of yeah. money they pull. Well, to, to build like a fan base over there so whoever doesn't fly over, they can still you know fill a stadium. Or I don't think you'll ever see it. I, I personally don't. Just because of the time frame difference, I, I just think it makes uh, broadcasting mean, confusing. Yeah, I don't think ever. Uh, it just makes the broadcasting of the event, especially in today's modern era where people can get spoilers immediately. Like you can't delay WrestleMania and, you know, it's got to be live, so I think. Uh, I mean, I would, I would, I would I mind watching WrestleMania at nine like o'clock you, in the morning. But I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? I just like, I don't think like Beast in the East was spoiled for a lot of people if you watched on the network because like that time difference. But that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but if you don't want it to be spoiled, you won't look at anything. Like I mean, yeah, that sucks. And it, not it's, true. There are sometimes social you just media. Can't yeah, no, I especially with an event like that, I just think it's too yeah. big. Too much of a time frame difference. Yeah, it'll be difficult. Anyways. I agree. So let's move on to this week's shows. Uh, Ro- WWE Roadblock End of the Line. Uh, the naming of that. Happened on Sunday. Uh, it started off with a pre-show match of Rusev defeating defeating Big Cass by a countout. Uh, then the uh, tag title match happened, and Cesaro and Sheamus became your brand new Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, Sami Zayn survived 10 minutes against Braun Strowman. So, now, with that match, I was kind of confused. I didn't know. I wasn't sure if the stipulation was surviving. He wins or just. They weren't really clear about that until that, that, the match that was the whole point. That was the whole <laughs> they point announced him as the winner, though. Yeah. Which yeah. gave me all kinds of AIDS. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'll talk about that in our ratings. Okay. Tell on how many different kinds of AIDS Chow are there? Has AIDS. Yeah, but all, he said different all the kinds. kinds of AIDS. Like all the how, kinds. Uh, how many different kinds of AIDS are there? Rich Swan defeated Brian Kendrick and TJ Perkins and followed that up with uh, Neville's return. Neville's return. Uh, who then just, comp- just go on to decimate TJ Perkins and Rich Swan. Um, and. Charlotte Flair defeated Sasha Banks uh, to win the uh, Raw Women's Championship in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. I refuse to call it an Iron Man match. Thank you. Iron Man matches are 60 minutes. Iron Woman matches are 30 minutes. Simple as that. They called it Woman in NXT. It was like a 35-minute match. Yeah, but OT. Uh, and then, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, Kevin Owens defeated Roman Reigns by DQ to retain the WWE Universal title. Highs, lows, smitey. Low? Well, my high was Rich Swan. My low was, was he going to flip flopping of the title of that women's championship? It means nothing now. It really means nothing. And it's not, it's, and it's just because it's a pay, it's literally a pass around between those two. I don't think it means nothing, but it is definitely annoying to see it switch hands every three to four weeks. Unless he gives Biggie a quote. Oh god! <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you, so high, rich swan, low the women's title. Just moving around. Smarky smart. Talk to me, brother. Um, so I really didn't like this pay per view very much. I don't think anybody. Um, <clears throat> my high, I guess, was a tag team match. This is a good match. Exciting. I I didn't expect that. Honestly, I thought New Day would retain. Really? Yeah. Bad. But it was a good match. Um, 
My lo- there, I have so many lows. There's <laughs> just one. Just, I get, look, you get I'm just one. Gonna, I'm just gonna say, um, okay, the booking and especially the a lot of the finishes of this pay per view, and not only the pay per view, the booking as of late of the Raw brand entirely has just been <clears> bad. <throat> um, I don't know, like a lot of the finishes. Okay, for the the cruiserweight match is. Is every triple threat match, are they always like uh, no DQ, yeah. no rope yes. break? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know the rope break part, though. So, I, I knew I, like, they're I, all I no knew DQ. Was like a weapon, but I didn't, I didn't know there was no rope break either. Well, they're all uh, no DQ, no count out. There is, is, tri- there is an, it is, uh, rope break means break the hold, but because of no DQ, there's yeah. no reason to break the That's, hold. Which is a stupid dynamic right there to me. Um, and then, you know, so TJP just... Made himself look even more fucking stupid at the end when he's when he breaks the hold when he doesn't have to, which is I don't know. That's just stupid to me. Um, stupid. I didn't like the finish. Noble face. I didn't like Move. the finish of a uh, big cast and Rusev. That was just you know we've seen that before. A lot of feigning an injury, getting. I mean, any woman feigning been an there. Done, yeah, I mean, yeah. Foxy did that on two hundred five live this week. Too. Yep. Yeah. That, that, well, she didn't faint. She was hit. She oh, was so yeah. whatever. But yeah, um, and then and the Iron Woman match. That was a good wrestled match. But okay, come on. You mean to tell me that Sasha Banks can't fucking hang on for two, two more seconds. seconds? Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Like she doesn't know. She obviously they know what where the clock's at. If not, they can hear the crowd counting it down. Like you're saying, you wouldn't. Take two more seconds of pain to hold on to your championship. That is not good to me, psych- uh, psychologically. I'm sorry. That just is bad. Bad booking. It would have been. I'd had no problem with that if she caught her with a pin in the last three seconds. That would have made much more sense. Much more. I didn't even look at it that way. It made yeah, Sasha look weak and stupid. Um, well, you know what also makes Sasha look weak though is it seems like every match they have where Charlotte wins the title back, she injured Sasha in like the first five minutes of the match. Like this time it was her knee, the last time it was her back, and I mean, and she sells the injury, but it it's almost like okay, she's never she's not healthy. Yeah, she's r- always injured. R- right, right? No, that's what it seems like. Injury and, prone, and it seems like when Sasha's healthy, she wins the title back on Raw. And then, you know, Charlotte attacks a part of her body in a match, and all of a sudden she's injured and loses the title. Right. And Like, uh, another piece of the booking. Like, I didn't like the booking at all for the uh, Sami Zayn-Strowman match. I mean, that's like... I don't think they pushed that match correctly. Dude, I, I don't think it was... I don't, that's what I don't think. So, I mean, so I was, re- I regardless of whether they pushed that's it what was correctly or not, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, that's like, it's just a... Perfect example of like the pussification of America. Sammy, they announced Sami Zayn as the winner because he lasted ten minutes. He didn't fucking win. It should have just been a no contest, right? That's stupid. That's I, like the time and, limit and has like been also, reached. It's like a moral victory for Sami. I know. Like, um, I'm, I haven't been as hard on Braun Strowman as I have uh, in the past in recent weeks because he seems to be moving along and improving. Better. But he's still green, okay, and he's still got a limited move set. And so you're going to put him in a 10-minute match where he's got to take, you know, Sammy's got to sell tremendously in between each move, which there's not many to pick from. And, I mean, <laughs> Sammy sold his ass off and, yeah. then, and then some more. 
to, to me, you don't put a time limit on a, a match for a guy that's not meant to go for long matches like Braun Strowman. You fucking, you do like what, something like with Goldberg and Brock, man, like Sammy catches him off guard and rolls him up. One, two, three, in and out. You know, that that or, to me would make um, A, Braun not, not look, because uh, Braun looked like an idiot. I mean, he he was just, he had no sense of urgency throughout the match, never trying to finish it. Not you know, Foley comes down and that wasted like two fucking minutes. And the whole time they're out there with Foley talking like, why is he not beating up Sami Zayn? He should just be pounding oh. him. And then the refs not counting, but they're outside later on a different spot in the match, and the refs counting. It's like what the fuck, man? That. It's just the whole thing was a clusterfuck to me, dude. Is I don't know. Well, agree. <laughs> we know Joe. Tell, tell us how you really feel, Joe. Right. right. Um, Z highs lows. My high was the Zam- Sami Zayn Strowman. <laughs> yes, Be- because um, <laughs> participation it, it, award. It really, no, but it really showcases how good Sami Zayn really is. Like the way he was selling in that. Yeah, match. he had to carry Strowman through the whole yeah, fucking but, thing. I mean, but that goes to show you he he carried. The only reason that match was any good is because of Sami Zayn. And I don't think ten- it was any good at all. I mean, I'm saying. I'm saying like we know. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I haven't been here. I'm fired up. I want to get my shit in. <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> what was your low? Um, they're, they're, I'm with Joe on that too. I got quite a quite a few of them. Um, Just one. The low of the low. Yes. Probably, I'm probably gonna go with the the way the pre-show match ended. The the big cast and Rusev, like Joe was saying, that it's was terrible, just fucking dumb. Like either, I mean, and you have them lose by a count out. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have big cast lose, have it have Rusev do some heel shit because he's a heel. Yeah, and it's just more stuff to make Rusev, like who's supposed to be a monster, look weak. That or you know? or like he lost on Raw, where he got yeah. Well, we get into that later. Um, for me, um, my high is going to be Neville's turn. I feel like it adds, makes the Cruiserweight division relevant. It makes Neville depth. relevant. And he's such a better heel than he is a face. Yeah. So, and yeah. Ju- just he, by the turn Pac alone, I'm like, heel. ooh, I like that. But he was a great heel when he was Pac. Yeah, so, so I think this is uh, the best thing. that And I mentioned months ago they needed some, some star depth. power. They need some depth in that Sane roster. and Neville were the guys that I mentioned. Um, and, of course, you know, I think it's a good idea. So that was cool. Um my low, it's, man, Joe picked about eight of them already. <laughs> so uh, just to be different, uh, I was going to go with something else, but I'll go with uh, the entire Iron Man, Iron Woman's match, uh, Sasha and Char. I did not enjoy the match. I thought the match was boring as fuck up until the very end. Um, I thought it was a very boring, boring wrestling match. And the reason why I'm being hard on it is because I feel like uh, we've been talking about this woman's revolution. Let's start treating them like the guys and let's judge them way we would judge a guy's wrestling match. If there was fucking two guys and they were the top of the division, if that was fucking AJ Styles and fucking, I don't know, John Cena for 30 fucking minutes and they wrestled that same fucking match, you would have been bored out of your fucking mind and we'd be all talking about how bad it was. But because it's the girls, we give, we've give we been giving them a pass. I'm not giving them a pass anymore. Uh, you guys had an opportunity to work a 30-minute match. I've been watching women's wrestling all week from Japan and all these girls who can really fucking go. And then I watched Those this. Are violent. And then I watched this, and I was just like, uh, "No, nah, this is shit. This is shit." Okay, and I'm not saying it's not better than what the divas and stuff been 
But fuck that. We're past that now. Now let's judge them what for an actual fucking wrestling match. Let's stop praising them every time they have a regular fucking match. Because that's what it was. It was a regular fucking match. Okay? The end of their feud was the most boring match out of all the matches was, they've had. They definitely took a step back mm-hmm. with the so, uh, woman match. So that's my low. If I'm not picking one of the eight lows, Joe mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my high is actually the end of the tag match when the New Day handed the belts over. It, that's really you don't see that much. It's not like, I mean, yeah, Cesaro's like basically face as it, it's a, they're both tweeners to be completely honest. You know, there's great parts and there's cheating things that they've done, uh, but even so, with that, you don't see the passing of it. I understand that it was a end of a run, end of a record. That's cool. But that most teams would be pissed off they lost. Instead, New Day were graciously handed over the titles. Now, granted, it was way funnier what they said on Raw after you know they came out. But we'll get. I guess I will get into that. Uh, and um, my low was the Rollins-Jericho match. I saw that match before. Two weeks ago. When Roman Reigns fought Chris Jericho, same fucking ending too. Kevin Owens runs down. What are you doing out here? I told you not to come out here. Lose. You know, uh, that's it's gross. I'm sorry. I'm I, sick I, of I, it. I think the only reason I wasn't upset with that because you knew it was a cool, it was supposedly a cool down match. Uh, no, it shouldn't have been a cool down match. That's a, that's Rollins and Jericho, two guys that are really good. That should never have a cool down match. It, it, they should be a show stealing match. Yeah, and what that match was, the, what that match was, was exactly what I saw on Raw two weeks ago against Roman Reigns. It was literally nothing different. Uh, outside of and, yeah, the and counter, whatnot, the only thing in that match that made me go, "Oh man, this match doesn't one hundred percent blow," was when uh, he was going for the pedigree, and then it just flipped. There was like four or five counters into the walls of Jericho, and that was a little that was sweet. That was the only difference. You couldn't do that with Reigns because Reigns isn't as athletic, athletic, you know. But again, I'm not saying Reigns sucks as a wrestler. I still think Reigns is a good wrestler, and I think he gets a hard time, like we've all said, you know. Uh, but that match is liter- was was shit to me because it would, you know, we've you all said it. it better. We've all said it. The bottom line is this is a glorified shit raw. There was one or two high spots. That's Absolutely. all it's going to be remembered for. Uh, the tag match is it, the best match of the it's night. It's the worst pay per view of the year. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, far. Out of all of them, every one of them, and yeah. there's fucking twenty seven to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> and we thought TLC was bad. Like this was a very very shit. Pay per view. So TLC or Roadblock into the line? Which one was Roadblock? TLC was better. Yeah. Uh, Because TLC had a main event that fucking mattered. You know, this is just, it was that without the main event. Yeah. So um, we didn't really discuss uh, on here one match, and that is the Owens Reigns. We all kind of saw the turn. We all kind of knew it was coming. So I think even one of us said, Mighty said, "Giant ploy." Well, no, no, we we've known it's a ploy, but the way it was was, oh, this is so good that even even uh, it's going to come out that even Owens doesn't know that Jericho's doing this because all of us were like, oh, they're they're both tricking us. But I think one of us said it maybe Owens doesn't even know, and that's exactly what happened. Owens didn't know. I thought it was a decent match. It wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It was a pretty it, good match. Actually, it wasn't outlandish. I mean, after all awesome. the other bullshit we yeah. watched that night, I mean, but, and you know, I've I've watched the pay per view twice because I, I've started a new personal rating system where I'm rating the match, a promo. You know, this way I give it whatever, and then I'll just add it all up and say what the fuck I think the overall number is. Uh, so I had to watch it for a second time, and the sec the first time I watched that match, I was like, oh, it's a pretty good match. 
then I watched it the second time. I was like, no, no, that it was a decent match. It just was way better than all the other shit before it. So I had a, a higher level of uh, rating for it. But again, if you I had shit to, on brand compared to shit on the ground, yeah, if I had to rate the match, I gave like the match itself like a seven. I didn't. That was another part of the finishes that I said I didn't like the finishes for the night. That was another one I didn't like. Well, actually. No, I wasn't upset with that finish. We actually. all knew that was. It coming. didn't make any sense to me because he could have um, achieved the same result, which you know what no, I picked. Not, I'm not even butthurt because it's what I wanted to happen because of what I picked. Mm-hmm. To me, that just made the most sense. It still results in the same thing. Owens retains, and you know, I, but he it, doesn't it, win. He doesn't hold the win over Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why. That's why I wasn't. All right. That's why I was all right with the finish. Yeah, but why did he hit his finish? Yeah. You could have just smacked him. Exactly. I mean, if that's your buddy. Yeah, you that's knock your buddy. Him out. You can just <laughs> be like, hey, we're you're, buddies. You're, hold on, you're still pissed. He cost you two matches, so he gets a code breaker. But you also, you know, retain your title. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah, like when it's, it's, it's his buddy. I don't know. I, don't, I, he should just. I think it's just planting more seeds for when they break. They finally disband. Like you didn't really have to hit me, and like what you exactly what you said could be a part of the thing that's said when they're actually breaking up. You didn't actually have to hit. I mean, one word of dialogue would fix that, but still. Well, yeah, we'll get into raw. You know, we're just nitpicking at this point because we didn't like. (laughs) We didn't like it, (laughs) so we're just ripping into everything. Uh, Overall (laughs) ratings, gentlemen, Smitey. Two. Wow. Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm at like a three, man. This wow. is probably the worst pay-per-view that we've rated. Yeah, I mean, look, you're not far off from me. Z. Three. Well, I'm not going to go as low as you guys. I thought it was still okay. It wasn't like WCW about, it was okay. about to die. <laughs> Bad pay-per-view. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. Oh, <laughs> hey, huge! That that it's not like you're coming with like a six or something. That is right the lowest there. rating he's given Four anything. Is uh, lowest. My rating overall that I counted everything up to was a two five, two point five. See, I will say and I'm a low end of this one. You well, well apparently I, I enjoyed it the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, like I said, when I started that new, and there was just a lot of low numbers. Nothing can really bring it up. No. Neville's heel turn, I gave a ten. Yeah. You know, I thought that was amazing. I, yeah. that was probably well, one of the I thought the ending, to me, the pay per view was two good things: that and uh, the tag match. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. And the handing over of the belts—that's another thing I gave a high, a high rating to. Uh, I'll, I'll be completely honest; I don't think anyone should watch this pay per view ever. If you Again. haven't seen it, don't. It's, it's not like it's the worst thing. It's just if if you missed it, you're not missing anything. Right. I mean, we've all you said it. I mean? It's you know, the worst like, thing to happen this year. You know how like before there was a network, and I don't know about you, like. I wouldn't buy every single pay. You know, I'd buy the big four, and then, you know, if I knew something big was going to happen on one of the other ones, I'd get it. This is, like, a perfect example of, like, all those other pay-per-views back in the day that you just didn't give a fuck about because you didn't want to spend the money. This is, like, exactly that. You know what I think it is? Like, you wouldn't be watching this shit if you didn't have the network, you know? I think it's the perfect example of the WWE being shown to be using... There's... Too many pay per views. There's too much. There, shit. there is. You're putting way too much. Hundred percent. My and God, I'm watching more wrestling than I've ever watched. They're, they're making. They're making our. I mean, now they're I doing. They're making our job fucking hard on us, man. <laughs> they're adding so much. We got it now. We got to cover this UK shit. We're covering 205 Live, NXT, Smack. I mean, we might have to do a I, brand I think, split dude, within our show. They are right. <laughs> I think they're yeah, being. You guys cover Raw. Uh, I, I literally Smackdown. think they're being arrogant with how much wrestling of their product they expect us to watch. I think. I think that they listen to our show 
And they're like, we'll keep giving them more to talk about, and eventually they'll be too overwhelmed, and they'll just fucking hey, quit. With, with, with JBL's new <laughs> draft line, like, I, I really do believe like they're pulling shit from our show. Yeah, he's blocked. He blocked us. Yeah, we're not getting on block, Marl. Hashtag, you're blocked. Should, should, okay, uh, side note. I'm sorry, this is real personal. Should your grandmother ever text you, hi, cutie? Why? Uh, yeah, what? I don't know. She, yeah, literally, 100%. Literally just fucking happened. Uh, tell me about... Christmas Eve dinner, but it starts. Hi, cutie. Uh, what? <laughs> like, what's up, hot? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no. All right. So, Grandma, can I come over for Christmas Eve? <laughs> Let me rub a, your back. That's a twenty-dollar pot. Look. Maybe you can wash my feet and get my cones off later. <laughs> God damn. No, dude. Ooh. My grandma's white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She gonna have some black in her at some point. Uh, oh. Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah, so let's transition that. Yeah. Yep, raw. Very raw. <laughs> how's, that, how's that for a segue? Nice raw segue. Uh, open up with the Jericho Owens Foley segment. Uh, Cass and Roos have had the rematch. Uh, Sa- Sasha came out, cut a promo. Nia Jax uh, followed that up. Uh, tag titles. Uh, word that it was a just quick little thing fully announcing brand new tag titles for the boys. Uh, Braun Strowman then was throwing a hissy fit backstage wanting Sami Zayn. Foley said, we gave Sami the night off. He's like, give me Sami Zayn or else. And he chose or else, I guess. Uh, Noam Dar versus uh, Cedric Alexander at, with Alicia Fox at the side. Uh, obviously, post the match, there was the Dar commentary wanting the Alicia Fox. That's how he put it. Fox. That's creepy. Uh, <laughs> there was the promo by the New Day and the ta- before the tag match. And uh, Cruiserweight promo. Uh, sensitivity training with Enzo, which, Jesus fuck Christ. Man. Took up half the show. It was, yeah, it happened a lot. Um, Titus and Sin Cara were about to have a match. <laughs> Braun Strowman came and had fun. Thank you. He was he or else that match. <laughs> um, then there was the uh, Charlotte Bailey promo uh, that turned into a Charlotte Bailey match. Uh, the final segment of sensitivity training, and then finally uh, the main event was Seth Rollins uh, and Reigns versus Jericho. They beat them via disqualification. Uh, oh, also there was. Strowman or else again. Yeah, at the end of that, uh, Strowman or else that, but I forgot. Uh, Rich Swan confronted uh, Neville after the tag team match, which was a fatal four way. Uh, I'm sorry, I just glossed over it. Uh, fatal four way was Cesaro and Sheamus in a new day uh, defeated Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the Shining Stars. It was eight on eight. Apologize. Uh, Cedric Alexander did defeat Noam Dar. Obviously, Rusev beat Cass. Blah, blah, blah. Solving this stuff we saw before. Orlando. Give me your highs and give me your lows. All right. Uh, let me start with my high as I Yay. think about my low here. Um, my high is going to be the fact that they put over that lame shark cage stipulation and made it bearable. Okay, Only because, Jericho could do that Because right that is the lamest stipulation in all of wrestling. Dude. He's going to be locked in this. Uh, what? Okay. Wasn't he banned from ringside? Why was there no punishment for right. that? <laughs> that like that shark cage thing, and since uh, up until the NXT where uh, Paul Ellering was in it, 
that that gimmick hasn't been used in like 30 years. So now it just happens in NXT, and then like a week or two later, it's on Raw. Right. Like I think the last time real I original, is what, like Judy Bagwell WCW on a pole, right? Judy Bagwell on a pole. Like, this is what so like, was right in WCW. It's like oh, real original with that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's just, it's the lamest yeah, stipulation. So stupid. Like like when they announce that, are you supposed to be like, oh, what? He's gonna be <laughs> like like what is our re- response to that <clears> supposed to be? Um, I'm so I'm glad you said my, that. My high. Is the fact that they made that segment entertaining enough and got the shark cage thing over? Because what about the Jericho promo with the oxygen afterwards? Yeah, that's that's. What I mean, they did uh, just a good job at all of them. Even Foley was good in this promo segment. He was. He had a little. Yeah. He had a couple moments in there. That shirt though. Where he bots the city. Yeah, I didn't mind that. That was funny. Uh, I I like though that he I did the it. fanny pack gimmick and find the key. Like it was. Pulled out a new day shirt. They made a segment about a very lame stipulation. Get over, okay. So, to credit to them, those three for pulling that off. Um, my low. Let's see. Wow, there's there's a lot of them. I should have had Joe go first. And run about eight of them down. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had one in my head, but now I'm fucking forgetting. But it's. Uh, I'm gonna go with just the playoff. What Z had said. Uh, I'm tired of seeing Sasha injured. Like, like, if she's that injured, you know, maybe she needs to go. Look future endeavors. Right. Like, like, come on. If you can't be that, this injured every fucking pay-per-view. You know. Whatever you fight Charlotte. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, like, every, after every big match with Charlotte, she comes out and she's injured. Or she's gone for a few weeks. Sometimes she's legitimately injured. Maybe she's just legit injury prone. But, like, it's becoming, like, a, a gag almost where it's like, holy fuck, this bitch can't fucking be healthy for even a minute. Her promo was weird. Uh, the Naya thing was weird. She knocked the crutch and hit her, but then didn't want to finish the job. I, d- I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. And so, so that's my low. Like Earlier we were talking about like how the women want to be treated equal as the men and on the same level. All right, then why you like you can't be fucking crying after every fucking match, win or lose. Like, like Sasha cries like after every match. Charlotte goes on uh, Raw Talk after the pay-per-view and is crying. Breaking kayfabe, doing like kind of the same thing that Alexa Bliss did yeah. when she was breaking kayfabe, on um, talking smack and then going back and forth between breaking right. kayfabe. You know who doesn't do that? The Miz. <laughs> we'll get to him. <laughs> the Miz does not do that. No, the, the greatest dude, the heel is, in the, the company. The I've been saying it. For, the Miz has been awesome lately. I've seriously. been saying this since we start going on. So, yeah, the Miz is the greatest heel in this company. Well, right I'm just now. saying in contrast to, to that's a person staying in character and doing those things, and this is a person. <laughs> You know, like you said, crying. And it's just too much, man. Sasha crying every time. I have to give Charlotte. No, you don't. You've been feuding with her fucking six months, man. You, you, you don't have to do any of that. You know, I, I just didn't like it. So that's my low. That is low. Z! Mm, my high. Oh, my high. Is, <clears throat> it's got to be the opening of the New Day segment when they're walking down. <laughs> and Kofi says... Well, even, even Ric Flair, or Ric Flair had to lose 15 that times. That was Big E. No. He goes, Ric Flair, to become the 16-time champion, had to lose 15 times. Big E throws in a little comment under his breath going, well, that'll be, that'll be Charlotte in a month. And it was great. I actually rewound it and re-listened to it. And I was like, that was awesome. Like, that little jab right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they even mocked their own show. Um, So that was my high. My low, my low is the Cruiserweight division. 
And more, more so, where is Grand Metalik? Metalik. Metalik. He was the runner up in the CWC. He showed up to be the showcase of the first night of Raw, and I don't think I've seen him since. He isn't even on 205 yet. So where is he? They say they say he's coming. I mean, they soon. clearly signed him because they were featuring him yeah. on like the very first said they also, cruiserweight episode. And everything like two hundred five live. They also said like that he has a little uh, vignette like the Jerry has. Or say coming soon, which means I don't know. That, that's a good question. Where the hell is he? So that, that's my low. You have this guy who you Zala's were supposed to be coming soon too, and now you're just he's a ghost. He's ghost maledic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Joe. Highs, lows. Um, I guess my my high was probably um, and there was several different segments with uh, Owens and Jericho, but the one I'm referring to was uh, uh one of the backstage ones where uh, Jer- not the one where he's doing the oxygen, but the one after that, like mm-hmm. before the match, where he was like all freaked out and bitching about the shark case. He's like. I'm afraid of heights. I got arachnophobia. It's like it was just funny. I don't know. Like they their banter carried kind of a, a soft show, I thought. Especially that mm-hmm. segment was was pretty entertaining segment. It had me uh, laughing pretty good. Uh low is probably uh sensitivity training. Uh, it's just bad. I mean, uh Enzo did say a couple entertaining things in it in it to make it somewhat like stomachable, but like it's uh that didn't do any help for Bo Dallas, who has been trying to be portrayed as a vicious heel as of late, and that just right. weakened his character. Yeah. And why is Darren Young in there? Because he's like the guy that's like been a victim of other people that should probably be in sensitivity training, but you're putting him in there. I maybe see Bob Backlund, but like maybe Bob Backlund should be in there for <laughs> needing to be more sensitive with Darren Young or something. But why is Darren? You know, it just doesn't make any. It just it yeah, was awkward. Was it didn't make sense at all. You know. Yeah. Also, the weird, the weird uh, gay joke while Darren Young is there. I thought that was awkward. What was the, which one? They made a joke about Enzo and his partner. Oh yeah! Cass. Oh yeah! Oh. I, that's right. I didn't. And even... I was like, well, that seems odd and kind with of offensive, the, considering the, there's an actual gay, the openly gay guy man. that's five feet away. Right, and, and he's so like, and it was, whoa, whoa. Wait, no, it was a sensitivity was... training teacher lady that said that, right? Yes. So maybe she should have some sensitivity training. <laughs> yeah, was, well, no, we're making was... a gay joke in front of a gay. No, guy. but he did say my partner. No, and no, she was just going. She didn't make the joke. He, it was she called him his partner, as in he was gay, and then it was Enzo that made the joke. Oh, well, no, I like chicks. I'm straight, straight as yeah. something, whatever the yeah. fuck it was. But, but just, like, I thought that was a little know? awkward moment. On the, uh, breaking character while he was laughing at half the shit Enzo was saying like he, when he panned over him all the time he was doing this he just had his hand over his face trying not to laugh on ca- trying not to laugh on camera I was about to say he got fun in the mic yeah there you go <laughs> cause he like death talking <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> alright uh-huh. uh huh he's like Alexa Bliss with the microphone yep highs lows oh uh, my high was kinda awkward I thought the Charlotte Bailey match was probably the high point of that show cause it was it Honestly, it was a million times better. Like you said, a million times better than the Iron Woman match. You probably, I was teetering on that or that or what I called. Yeah, say uh, the Owen Jericho thing. Like I know everybody loves it, but for me, it's it's starting to get it's it's kind of reaching peak. You're full of shit. You shut the fuck You're up. You're going on the list. Who gives a shit? Um, I'm on many lists, and I don't <laughs> I don't plan on uh, whatever. I can hear you chewing on the mic. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> These are really good microphones. 
Malo is literally what the fuck is Jinder Mahal still doing on his roster? What do you mean? He well, just now came he's back. gonna be Rusev's tag team partner. Yeah, for what? To take the pins so Rusev doesn't have to? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they're ma- anything to make Rusev look stronger because they do a ton of shit to make him look weak all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. like they build him to make him look strong and then they throw him into a program where right. it destroys everything. The cast just beats just the shit out of him, you know, Bray and he's Wyatt. cowering like a little bitch. He's, he's Ross, new Bray Wyatt. They're doing a reset when they did to Bray Wyatt while he was no, on but they, this That's what I was kind of getting at earlier. Like, the overall, it. just where is this raw di- brand direction going? Like, it's like the book, like, okay, like the dynamic between Sheamus and Cesaro. Okay. They win the tag team titles and now, like, they're fighting more than they ever have. What? Yeah, after, after they just after came they just, together, like, right, in that, that doesn't bar make fight any sense at all. At all. I'm, I agree. Bunch of nutless monkeys they're, they're, right wrong. They're trying to do. Th- the whole Daniel Bryan Kane thing. I am the tag team champions. No, I am the tag team champions. While, okay, ma- while mixed, once. While mixed with the Miz and Mizdow, where they stand up and cheer one and <clears throat> boo the other. I'm honestly just hoping there's a huge reset come 2017. Right. They, I mean, at at this point in the game, they should be on the same page and getting along better, not not worse. That's stupid. I agree with you. Uh, especially just to add to that, yeah. because in the ring they've been getting along better, so it doesn't make sense for them. You know Outside. what I mean? I know. They've been growing as a tag team. Like, that's the idea. I, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. bad booking, in my opinion. Very, very bad booking. Uh, yeah, my highs and my lows. Um, Milo is a nice person. Milo, he's a great guy. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Naya, the ending, that conversation was dumb to me. Uh, it was, again... Uh, as was stated, you know, Sasha, I have to give it up. But it was even more ridiculous when Nia came out and then was like, well, I can beat the injured person. That You're supposed to be this big badass. It doesn't help your character at all to beat it. it, it it's, honestly, had you just beat her more to be more injured, that would have put you over as a better heel, not just suplexing her after kicking a crutch. And again, that just goes back to more more bad booking because Nia's just doing what she's told. Right, you exactly. Know? I agree with you. And that, so that's why that's my low. Uh, but my high is actually the uh, Titus O'Neil-Sin Cara match because Braun Strowman came out and just it destroyed both of them. Because <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, uh, look, man, I like any time Titus doesn't talk and is made to look like dog shit. Okay. Are and you interesting, man? Do you hate black people too? No, no, I do not. I uh, hate the Titus brand though. I fucking can't stand Titus O'Neil. I think Titus O'Neil is probably the worst thing on Raw and next to the writers. Um <laughs> <laughs> might be a combination of things. Eh? Yeah. Uh Titus O'Neil's part of the writing crew. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna write myself a Titus brand and I'm gonna I'll tell you what, I gotta write myself a promo tonight. They're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I forgot the promo I wrote. <laughs> Scott. Mr. Steiner, can you help me write my promos? <laughs> oh. If he wanted a good promo. <laughs> Still waiting, man. Still I know waiting. I would I, I wouldn't know. I've never this heard of week Scott. This week is all inaugural Scott, Scott Steiner promo. <laughs> <laughs> We've never heard of this. I've never Scott. seen a Scott Steiner promo. Someone keeps talking about it. they're gonna put him on our page, but <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, it is the You're season for giving, more- my friend. <laughs> <laughs> full of more shit than fat asses in the world of Scott Steiner. It's awesome. <laughs> so you have heard if, of Scott Steiner. If you can remember sound bites from Scott Steiner, I remember sound bites from Titus O'Neil. Scott Steiner rules, bro. <laughs> 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 There's a sound bite. There we go. I know. 
You could have done the same thing for Roman Reigns. I got, I got the same, I got the sound of all sound bites for Titus O'Neil. You shut up, up, knock your old ass down. It's like thirteen-year-old me trying to talk to a girl. You probably had better luck. I came. Oh, puberty's here. Uh, okay, so a little bit more Raw talk. Back, Chris um, sorry, I said that. A little more conversation about Raw. I refuse to say Raw talk. Uh, Swan confronting Neville and Neville's promo. Do you guys... What about... Are you what, asking, do we approve? What did you think? I like Neville's promo. I liked mm-hmm. it, too. I didn't like how he he kept like stepping back into the ring... And then leaning on the ropes, and then like he did it like three or four times. Who Neville did? Yeah, I didn't even like where he he puts like his foot on the bottom rope, and then his other foot on the second rope, and he's like leaning over with the microphone talking, and then he'd like back up, Mm -hmm. then he'd go to make another point, he'd do the same thing. Like he's like, like I mean, at one point he he looked like he was like about to just like roll out of the ring and you know go after the guy, and it's just like, well, either stay there or stay in the ring. Don't, you know, continuously do that shit. I didn't even notice that. But I really do like Neville as a heel. Like, I, I like the promo and everything, and I, I think he's going to be a much better heel yeah. than he was a face. He gets a, I mean, he's always gotten shit for everyone says he can't talk. He talked pretty well as a heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And even with a heavy accent. He sounded fine to me, dude. Yeah. He, had some, he didn't sound like an idiot. Everything he said was relevant, you know? And he's got a reason to have a chip on his shoulder. Becky, take some promo lists from Neville. I I was mixed on this. Like I like heel Neville. I don't Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't like heel Neville's look. Why, he looks I like feel sorry troll. for the man with those, his ears, man. That's got to be a bummer for him. <laughs> like, I actually feel bad for him with those ears, man. Those fucking things are like for his face. They're, they're like waving at me. <laughs> Since he got hit in his face with a shovel. Dude, if that guy wasn't jacked, are you kidding? <laughs> like, God. He got hit in the face with a bucket of what the fuck. Right. Yeah. He's like, well, I better, I better fucking hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got hit in the face with a what the fuck it. <laughs> he, he was about seven no years George old. Cody. It's about seven years old. His mom said, son, <laughs> these are called weights. <laughs> Use them a lot. Say, like, God damn, I'm glad. I'm, but she smiles pretty glad she didn't swallow that I, night. I'll be honest, man. It's like. <laughs> like Always to the next level. Because now that he's healed, he furrows his bra all the time. And it's like it's like his brow drops below where his top of his eyes are. And I, it, it takes me out of it, to be completely honest. Like, I'm just looking and like, ah, your face is. It's like. Why didn't Vince McMahon say you deserve a blue dot, you know, or your face is so hideous. We need to put a mask on you and make you Undertaker's brother. You know, it's just like it's one of those faces that you look at. and You go, I know Vince McMahon has shit talked this face. I know he has. He He's Christian, done it. So. Yep, that's the blue dot. That's the blue dot. The Glenn Jacobs, 100 <laughs> percent. You know, the dentist. Uh, we need to put something on his face and make his main event status. We got that look, but we need to get cover his face. Kane. Has a had a title run, you know. Well, I think it's too late now. At this point, we all know, we all know his ugly face at this point. So, <laughs> but I mean, but what I'm saying is, it's just I like the promo, but I think I like the promo more if I just want we get to it. He's down. so ugly, you just yeah, don't want to see him yeah, ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind his promo. I just think he's really ugly. I don't want to see his it face. Was, it, it didn't do him any favors either. Like you notice how he like 
shave some of the hair around his ears. Yeah. Like, dude, grow that hair out. What the fuck, man? Yeah, Hide dude. that shit, you know? Like, don't don't expose it more. What are you right, doing? You should have extra long there. Right. Don't don't right. shave it around there. You're going to keep brushing so, your hair back. You should have your fucking satellite dishes coming out of the side of your fucking head. General consensus, like, we all think Neville is an ugly son of a bitch. Right. He words. needs to get that Dr. Robotnik hair. So. I wasn't lying. I actually feel bad for him, like, how bad he, his ears. Seriously, that it's a bad look. But, I mean, he is... He is a badass wrestler, and he is jacked as fuck. I mean, he is. I wouldn't. And I, I mean, do, I would never tell him that to his face. I, I do like I his. Uh, this podcast I do like guy. his heel microphone work, though. Actually, uh, again, yeah, I. No, he's been uh, the highlight of I thought of possibly Raw, and then I thought he was my highlight of the pay per view. So, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, he's doing good things. He's the only thing that's relevant in the cruiserweight division, I think. Uh, where do you guys think Bailey and Sasha's going to go? Mm. I mean, Bailey and you Charlotte. Do- you mean? Oh uh, yeah, Charlotte. Sorry. I really liked Charlotte continues to impress me as much as I bitched about her on Raw talk after the pay per view. Um, I'm not going to bitch about her on Raw because she was awesome. Like uh, her microphone work was great. You know, just second best selling company. Yeah, r- ripping on. Yeah, I you think, know the I city think she's, she's in. The premier and, female. Yeah, and just like the facial expressions she make. Everything. Like I don't know where. She picked up like psychology so quick, but she did. Dude, Rick's yeah. got to be kosher. no, no, because I actually gotta heard be. Rick uh, interviews talking about that, and he said he was pr- like very hands off with her. Actually, he he like kind of okay. like, but she was he like, put her out there to see if she could make I, it. You I'll know, I think she right. got more a dusty kid too. Though, yeah, so. she got more training I think from Dusty than she did from Rick. Honestly, but you know what? There's, I refuse to. I'm gonna refuse to believe she doesn't watch her dad's old promos. I'm sure she and does. Ha- so even while he might not have a hand in it, she's learning from him. She's. And I mean, she has I don't a flair. She, yeah. she, owns, she owns that division, dude. Oh, I yeah. agree. Oh, yeah, no. And, and In sh- terms of ring work and microphone work, I, there's no better female in the company. Like I said, the, her Raw Maybe Talk post-pay review interview kind of like was awkward for me. But other than that, for the most part, every time I see her, like I like her more and more. She, yeah, I was going to say she impre- She, like, when she walks down to the ring in that fucking robe, uh-huh. it's like you feel like you're in the presence of a champion, dude. Yeah. Like, for real. I agree. And uh, I like that they're calling her Charlotte Flair now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They should have been calling her that the entire... They should just call her Ashley Flair for the... Yeah. I mean, really, what the fuck? They get... Yeah, they, 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 like, they, they got to own the name, I get it. When she first got in NXT, she was Charlotte Flair, too. They dropped Charlotte when, to Charlotte when she came up to the main roster. But I'm just wondering if her picking up that Flair last name again is the reason why they keep swapping titles back and forth. I, I don't think it is. I just think they're to fucking... To get her count close to her dad's. I, mean, I don't maybe. think you're going to go 15 times, but definitely break the record of what? what's Trish, yeah, Trish Stratus' seven? record. Seven. Seven? I think. I believe it's seven. I yeah. thought it was like five. No. It, her and Lena did a flop flop, too. Yeah, but they did it over the course of a couple of years, not a course of a couple right. of months. I kind of see this. I kind of see Bailey taking up women's title at Mania. Is, it, is it the first the- ever... Last woman standing match? No, this is the way I, this is the way I see it. My fantasy booking. It'll be a last man standing match, but only With five two count. Women? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's going to be Bailey's going to keep winning until she gets that shot, and the final shot she's going to get is that main and where she actually ta- where Charlotte takes her first pay per view loss, and she's going to uh, lose the title to Bailey. While they drag Sasha through the mud by having her work with Nia. Because Nia's got to do something. She can't just keep killing jobbers. And that women's division, they she only have even a few really girls. Killing jobbers, they have three there. Like they kind of stalled on that. So she's kind of just been doing nothing. Like there are only three women in that division. That's what I mean. There's only 
them four, and then what? Uh, what's the other girl? Yeah, name? Trisha Seven. Sorry, Dana Brooke. Dana. And yeah, where has she even been? She's been off of TV too. She was that tribute to the troops. She's but. working out, trying to get her gut away. I didn't see that tribute to the troops. Neither did I. I got it I on my DVR. I just never got around to watching it. It was all right. I didn't DVR yeah, it, and I can't it. find. Yeah, it's probably not going to be on right. Hulu. And it's not on the network, so it might be on Hulu. Nope. No, I looked. It's not. It's not. Uh, well, I think it's people. strictly USA. Yeah, fuck them. Taking all that away from us. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so anyway, back to the question then. Where do we think? Is this going for Bailey's WrestleMania moment or is it going for a Charlotte WrestleMania moment? Charlotte already has a WrestleMania moment, so it's got to be Bailey. It could be both of their moments at the same time. Well, yeah. They have a knockdown, drag out match. If that match on Monday is any indication of what we could see by Mania. Barely have her moment. We thought that it was Sasha and Charlotte too, and look at how big of a stink. I don't know. I, I see Sasha matches. getting involved with it, and all three of them doing something. Yeah, maybe that. not a triple threat because they did that last year. Maybe a special well, ref. Not say, what, I, four. I don't know. I think they're. I think you'll see Sasha at least involved. Maybe not Nia, but I think you'll see Sasha involved in that here soon. Do you think the women will ever have enough depth at their roster to have their own Royal Rumble? That's what even, even if they, it's like a 15 they could, woman. They could now. I, I think. Especially now they're having this women's tournament. There's another bunch of girls you could pick from. Yeah, I mean, they definitely could. I just. I think splitting it up in between each brand, like NXT, and that that's what makes the division look thin. Otherwise, you if this was just one show, then we'd be like, oh, they have a fucking solid group of women. Oh, right. it's, that, it's just the fact that it's so divided. So is that another what? idea for to fill content on a network? You know, yeah, but yeah, WWE's say, version of WoW or Shimmer. What you know, it, just an all women's. It would, I would not be surprised if that's uh, not already a, a plan in the work. But if that's the case, do they do they get them off Raw and stuff too, or do they still keep them on those shows? They'll keep them there, and they'll probably do it the way they're going to do the Europe thing, and they'll just profit off of. Shim- they might even fucking work with Shimmer and just put Shimmer right up on there. Right on. Very possible. <coughs> um, I've wrestled on Shimmer pre-shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, next. Oh, so, all right. <clears throat> I know we've all said high things about the opening promo with Jericho, KO, and Foley in the shark cage. Um... I am not as high on it as you guys. Like, the talking about it, it's great. Um, but, and I know you even said it's a shit gimmick. It's yeah, so stupid. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck cares about that gimmick? Uh, yeah, I'm I, not high on that. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Exactly. When he points like, up, you're expecting a cage or something. No, well, that you, little. Not a cage, little, but. Little dog not, cage. Not the, not the cage you're right. expecting. <laughs> it's 100% a fucking toy that they just came out with. Yeah. That now they're fucking. Set, they, oh, we have to. I thought the exact match. same thing is yeah. they had that commercial. Yeah. Whereas, which I was like, who the what kid wants that fucking ring? <laughs> and the then all the of a sudden, now they're doing their promo. Now, I was like, oh well, uh, they're trying to sell some fucking toys. Yep, one hundred percent. Oh, I didn't even see that commercial then. Okay, oh, yeah. it's the same it cage. Same cage. I didn't see it. It was on the side trod. Right, because as a kid, I remember collecting all that stuff. I had the fucking yeah. cages and all that stuff, but I never thought I want that little fucking shark cage <laughs> so I could put a guy in. <laughs> Yes. And later he can sneak out or some way. Like it's, it's so stupid. And then we have everybody on the, and then we have everybody on the springs that we just launch to whoever can yeah, knock it yeah. down first wins. Yeah, well, not yeah, not so much. We just saw somebody in a cage. Paul yeah. Ellering. Paul Ellering. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm right, saying we just saw it. 
at TakeOver. So <laughs> Not only did we just see it, it didn't work. It didn't stop him from interfering. No, he dropped the chain down. He dropped right. the chain and it got thrown so out. So like I feel like something later. similar is going to happen. In yeah, this, that was that, that whole use of that shark cage in that match was a clusterfuck, too. Yeah. It didn't really work in that match. Maybe they'll make it better. <laughs> And that was a good match. So he dropped the list, and uh, that was a good match despite the, rings uh, the shark cage. Does anybody else think that like Jericho's going to have a key the whole time, and then the cage is going to magically open itself? Say, the key of Jericho. The key of Jericho. <laughs> lock, lock it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that totally. Uh, so what are we rating raw, everybody? Orlando. Uh, I'm going to give it a fucking six. Mm-hmm. Five. 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 No, I'm actually the highest today with a 6.5. It's only that's because of your new rating system. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple tens. If you went with your heart, it'd be like a four. No, <laughs> I'm just I went with my heart with everything. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then SmackDown Live happened, which yes. everyone but Orlando attended. Uh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, dude. I, I thought you'd be there. Like for some reason, I just thought you were going to show up. You know, I was, I was like wrestling a dark right. match. Was, Are you guys going to surprise us? Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you saw. Uh, uh, you saw one guy that I booked on my show as a security. You saw another guy that I helped train as the other security guy helping James Ellsworth. I was just like, <laughs> you don't want to be the security guys, okay? Like, let me just say that. Like, it's cool for your friends and family. Like, oh, I seen him on TV. But really, when you go backstage and stuff, like, the the guys that, like, when they come around, they're like, hey, we need four security guys. If they pick you, that means they go, he doesn't look like a wrestler. Let's use him. So if they pick you, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a side to that that people don't know about. You don't want to be a security guy. Like, I get it. It's gonna, Your friends and family are going to see you on TV, and they're going to think you're cool because you were on TV one night. But, but uh, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm you know, I'm I'm good without the security work. <laughs> Dalton Dalton Castle's boys were security guys before, um, and then Will Ferrara was like a cameraman that took a bump too. Yeah, I mean, Seamus was a uh, security I've, guy. A lot so of my friends, so a lot of guys have done extra work, get squashed and TV and all that stuff. But it's just, you know, I'm good. If, if I was getting squashed, that'd be cool. But I don't want to fucking be the security guy because that means right. they literally look at you and go, but, "He's not a wrestler." They say that backstage. My buddy was. Uh, he was there for Survivor Series that whole weekend because they were up in Toronto. And he was just telling me horror stories of all these young green guys. Because to them, this is their opportunity, right? So uh-huh. they're annoying everybody, shaking everybody's hand. And, and the guys in the don't give a fuck who they are, right? right. Like, and they're obnoxious. So when they ask, they're like, hey, we need two guys. Like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, they're like jumping up. At the f- that guy's not getting signed. Okay? Like the guy that acts like that, I don't care if you're listening or not. If you're one of my friends, you're not getting signed if you act like that, man. Act like you fucking are professional. Be there as a fucking professional. And if they should, you still go around and shake everybody's hands and introduce yeah, yourself. Ab- absolutely, but don't don't be fucking like so eager to fucking. Don't be a mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, fucking. You know, if if they're not gonna come anywhere near you, don't go like seek them out in the middle of a conversation. Right. To introduce, you know, just there's dumb etiquette things that guys do. But anyways, bottom line. You don't want to be a security guy. Well, the, the, <laughs> the whole thing was I thought you were you were there because when we were all talking about it in the in the group chat, and you're like, "Oh, I was going to send a picture from my couch." I'm like, "We're waiting," and then you never did. I was like, "Dude, maybe he's going to wrestle some sort of dark match if or something." I, if I would, if I would have winked at you guys just to pop you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out there working security, winking at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my boy. What? Hey, that's my boy. The EMT. That's my boy. <laughs> Dude, he put the he put the neck brace on Wellsworth. <laughs> Where to put that oxygen mask on? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, if like for like just because you never sent a picture from your couch, I literally was just like maybe, maybe, but you didn't. No, I was so. watching something, but uh, it wasn't SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> it was porn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> probably watching, you're probably watching Toy Story three for the twenty fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you watch it like five times a week? Dude, we watch Toy Story every day. Every, <laughs> one, two, or three, we watch it multiple times a day. Like that and Curious George and this other show. Fucking uh, there's this British kids show. Uh, Sarah and Duck. Some British girl goes around and Duck goes. Wah, wah. <laughs> Kid loves it, man. Uh, what's a duck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so breakdown of SmackDown. Number one, we were there. That's the first thing that happened. We walked in. Did you see that? We we were we didn't catch uh, the dark match. It was Rhino and Heath. Which, I was there for. Uh, yeah, we were. We walked a little we late. The, we caught the end of it. Yeah, who, yeah. I don't. S- Slater and Rhino won. Yeah, Slater. Yeah, usually the dark matches. Who they are they even against? Villains. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. say faces always go over in the dark matches. Yeah. You're traveling job squad. Right. Uh, right. AJ Styles uh, defeated James Ellsworth <laughs> uh, for the te- to retain his WWE championship by smacking Ellsworth in the face, basically, and completely whiffing on a turn around, like he, a spinning arm. Oh, spinning back, spinning back arm. Yeah, and he just whiffed it. Uh, then a promo started. Ziggler comes out. Corbin comes out, which ignites a match for... Uh, Ziggler to face Corbin later in the night. Ziggler putting his number one contendership on the line. Uh, Miz comes out, defeats Apollo Crews. Uh, apparently, this started because of Fluffy. Yeah, uh, la- uh, and, 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 troops, troops. troops. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there's the breakdown of it and stuff. And uh, afterwards, uh, Renee Young asks Miz about his obsession with Dean Ambrose, to which Dean Ambrose replies, I mean, I'm sorry, the Miz replies, uh, my obsession about Dean Ambrose. What about your obsession with Dean Ambrose? You're the one sleeping with him, and everyone in that arena went nuts, dude. Uh, Natalia and Nikki Bella and Carmella had a promo, which Natalia admitted to being the one to attack Nikki Bella. Called her a bitch a couple times. Told her that's why she'll never marry John Cena. Ambrose defeated Luke Harper. Uh, La Luchadora defeated Alexa Bliss. Turns out it was Becky Lynch. What? No way. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> uh, as Marl Ronaldo called her, uh, Lynchadora. Uh, Mojo Raleigh defeated Kurt Hawkins because... Or Chad Hawkins. It was Chad Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, that was it awesome. Was, it was a bluff, a rap Philippine shooter in USA. Yeah, but you know, again, it was also because what the fuck do they have for Mojo now? Um, if anyone was in attendance sitting in section one, where were you sitting, Joe? 106. 106, you would notice that there was this one dude who was just really pissed off that entire match. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's agent for Mojo is so real, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Ryan Phillippe comes out and, you know, he starts celebrating, blah, blah, blah. It, what was really funny was on commentary, he's like, yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah like him. And uh, Ziggler uh, versus Baron Corbin uh, ended in a double countout, which then AJ started attacking them both with chairs. Daniel Bryan comes out and announces that next week's SmackDown Live, instead of it being Ziggler versus AJ, it's Ziggler, AJ, and Corbin for the WWE World Championship. Uh Highs and lows. We, I'm, I'm gonna bet money. We all have the same high, hmm. because the greatest part of that fucking show. I, I, I'm gonna kick it off then. Uh, can I say that the high for everyone is what Miz said to Renee Young? 
No, it's not my high. That's not my high. Not your high. No, it's, a good, it's a good. Oh, I really liked it. In wow. General, the Miz in general was a high for me throughout the whole Kick show. Kick it off, Smitty. The Miz in general throughout the whole show was a high for me. His comments, his match with Apollo Crews was amazing. Yeah, that was the best match in the night. Is it at all? It's like, even in the dark matches, they say, we, you know, we're probably not covering that. But. Yeah, don't, well, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit after, but uh, don't cover it for the show. Yeah, but yeah that was awesome. Um, it is, the, I've always said The Miz is one of the best heels in this company right now, and then, like, in general. And then Charlotte Flair's next. And he showed why he's the best heel in this company. My low, <clears throat> it was literally split between a. Uh, the bullshit predictability of the whole Lynchadora bull crap, but that's not. Wait, it. wait, you knew who that was the whole time? We all know. No that. way. But um, blowing my fucking mind. Say, over so here. no, my my actual though was the Ryan. Like literally, it was the pointless mode. Like you say, like, I understand you got nothing else for him to do, but just using a plug a USA show, the plug the USA show with Ryan Phillippe. Want to beat him with cruel intentions. <laughs> I mean, could, that was actually kind of funny. It could have been worse. They could have had him it. lose to Chad Hawkins, <laughs> Kurt Hoskins. <laughs> no, see, it was it was it was th- cool it was, that they made a joke a out of it, though. You know, it was like th- th- that whole thing was just a throwaway of time. Right. All right, Joe. Highs, lows. Um, my high was okay. Well, let me preface this with saying, uh, didn't think that AJ was going to be wrestling because of the ankle injury. And on our way downtown, like I noticed uh, WWE putting out the tweet saying that he'd be wrestling, you know, Ellsworth. And so, I, like I told my buddy that, and like my buddy totally hit the nail right. He's like, Matt. He's like, I was like, I don't know how they're gonna do this because AJ's still kind of injured, you know. He's like, AJ comes out, beats the fucking shit out of him, puts a stick a fork in him, boom, he's done. And uh, that's exactly what happened. Like yeah. it was awesome. It was like finally like enough's enough already with this fucking Ellsworth like just kill this motherfucker and he did dude, <laughs> dude and it not was just really because what they set up for Ellsworth now it was hilarious watching Joe at this show like I, where I was sitting I looked at my 11 o'clock and Joe's right there so. yeah it was, it was pretty sweet yeah dude this kid next to me man you guys think like I get like fired up this kid next to me was going fucking nuts man it did was you just awesome yourself on an unlimited yeah. <laughs> he was going fucking nuts man and he was like our age he it's wasn't a kid he was like, like when Baron Corman, this guy was going, he's like, end of days. He was just fucking screaming, dude. I was like, dude. I was like, oh my God, I want to have you over my house. You, I like your enthusiasm, dude. I want to hang out with you, <laughs> man. It was fucking hilarious. Do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was definitely my high. It was just awesome to see Ellsworth get the fucking. Why did none of you guys have a breaking down the ring sign? Because I knew where I was sitting, so I didn't get one. I wasn't going to hit camera. I know I. I, I could have potentially hit camera. I think you did hit camera. Probably. We were on the hard cam side, so we just got to see what the camera was seeing. The the, the boom camera that they kept panning around yeah. the can. I was it never right turned next to, us. to the entrance stage. Like I don't right think right next to it. Because <laughs> I re- I rewatched guys over. <laughs> no, nah, I rewatched on TV. I didn't see us. No. Well, like I even said, I even said in the chat, I was like, who's got who's bringing the sign? Because I knew I knew where I was sitting. I was right by that right by the boom camera. It's never going to touch me. Speaking it's, of signs, uh, Orlando will appreciate this. Uh, Back when uh, ECW was uh, when WWE ECW, you know their reincarnation of it, which went to shit. <laughs> but uh, well, they had like a couple house shows, like I think up in uh, Saginaw, and uh, like Tommy Dreamer was there. He actually brought Beulah with them that day. But uh, CM Punk, it was like when CM Punk first started with the company, and uh, 
we didn't really like it. We didn't like him back then. Like it took him a while to kind of grow on me to for me to become a fan, like a fungus, right? But uh, my buddy, uh, I give a shout out. Eyes right I'll give now. a shout out to my buddy Greeny because he made this sign. Uh, it was fucking awesome, and, and I was the one that got to hold it. But he took it's all. I'm giving all the credit to him. It, but it said, uh, what did it say? It said, CM Punk, CM Push. See me puke, <laughs> and and I was holding it when Punk came out because I mean it's a house show. There's only like a couple a hundred people there, and Punk totally saw it and saw me, and he just he looked at me holding this sign and he was like, "Come on, man, really?" And I was like, "Really, bro? That's how it is." It was just fucking awesome. So yeah, that was my little sign story about CM Punk. Nice. But um, also in my low, your low was uh, <laughs> Felipe. Just why? Yeah, just. Because there's not a lot I could say about Lowe's that show, so that's it. I mean, it was a re- pretty good fucking show, really. Yeah. So that's the non-wrestling guy is my low, just him being there. Yeah, I'll out. Z. I have two highs. One pertains to being at the show, and the other one mm-hmm. is, like, after I went back and... Yeah, that was fun, dude. Well, that was a fun uh, show. Talk about the one uh, watching it, because we're going to get into the experience of the show after the... Okay. We talk about this. Um, Watching it. I'm going to have to go with um, the Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler interaction. Mm-hmm. It it showed how much progress Baron Corbin has made on the microphone. Mm-hmm. And I I mean I I think he's transitioning well into the role they want him to be in and he seems to be progressing quite nicely. Who did I make a bet with? Did I make a bet with someone on the show? That Corbin would not hold a title that was in last, 2017. That was, that was last week. I heard that you guys. Smitty, you made a bet, a fifty dollar bet with Smitty. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still stand by that bet. I yeah. still stand by that bet. I'm not going to pay you fifty dollars. Baron Corbin's not touching a title in 2017. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you're about to be fifty dollars light. <laughs> I mean, any title or the world title. Did we say any title? Yeah, you I said, said any said champion. You said any champion. Oh, yeah, so it right, could yeah. be a tag or IC. And oh, Ed, fuck. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about yeah. a tag. Your wallet's about to be a little lighter. So yeah. Shit. Yeah. I think you're going to lose that bet. Huh? Start a singles title? Start the IC now. is still a thing. I, I, I understand IC still. I don't think he'll touch IC or the world your, title. What was your low? Um. Oh. Man, yeah, me too. No, I like we all like, like, the like show. no, I'm, I'm like reviewing the show. I mean, if I had if I had to pick a low, the Mojo Raleigh, Kurt Chad Hawkins match. <laughs> Actually, they're Chad pro, Hoskins. They're, they're, the whole they're, thing they're, with the their pro their yeah their whole promo segment. Like, what was that whole cruel intentions thing about? Ryan Philippi was in cruel intentions. Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually, thought that was a funny line. Well, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not hip to. It's one like it was like 1998. <laughs> that was. The I don't know what movies Ryan <laughs> Philippi's been in. Mick Foley's about to get a hip replacement. He's more hip than that. Yeah. <laughs> See, Ryan Philippi's getting got hit with the car at the end. Well, he was like the main. Yeah, the guy who got hit with the car. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might help if I Sarah actually saw the movie too. Him and Sarah Michelle Geller were like fucking brother, uh, sister, brother, brother and sister, sister. Oh, they, or stepbrother and sister, and they still made out and shit. It was gross. Yeah, she tried to fuck him, or he tried to fuck her. Well, they yeah. they were. It was insinuated, but anyways. Yeah. Uh, she got niggas under her bed. So, my high <laughs> is going to be the Natalia promo. Yeah, that was fucking great too. Uh, Again, not that everything she said was perfect because there's some like no she botched when she said you're beautiful on the inside yeah and outside like, right there's a couple of things that. that were like not clean but overall she spoke really well she made a lot of cool points she said bitch a lot and my I had previous complaint about like uh, 
Becky had said bitch on SmackDown a few weeks ago, but it was like backstage, and I all I was thinking was like that was so unnecessary. And I go, if you're gonna say that, use that in a fucking promo in front of the crowd, so they're gonna fucking pop because they don't fucking hear that kind of language, you know. And so she did, and it got a nice pop. Um, I hated the way that Nikki sold the whole segment though. Uh, or no soul. Nikki, Nikki Bella sells. No, she almost no sold the whole thing. If somebody's calling you a bitch and calling you, you're, you know, you don't have talent, you have no charisma, you got here because your looks. I would think you'd be pissed. You'd be angry. You'd have more charisma. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, little, I, I, I would think more. you'd be angry. But at the end of the segment, She's... you can hear her mouthing, "But you were my friend." <laughs> <laughs> and like I don't know if you guys saw like as you guys were there live. Yeah, we saw it. Uh, but but she th- that's what she mouthed at the end of the segment. But I thought we were friends, right? And I'm just she, thinking, CTJP. I'm like, this is the worst CTJP response because Natalia cut a good, decent promo. Even uh, like, Carmelo wasn't bad on the mic when no. she was digging, getting her digs in. You know, yeah. Carmelo was not it's bad. Like, it was like your boyfriend John's not here to save you, even yeah. though he can mm-hmm. help you and every. Like again, this this whole angle has made virtually no sense to me, but. Until but, now. But at least Natalia cut a good promo, and I'm interested in seeing Natalia next week for the first time in ever. years. Right. Uh, you know, she's not doing a fart gimmick. She's not doing some stupid. She's just. She's not talking about her guy. Oh, she did. She put over a cat, cat, which that I thought was, was fucking cool. hilarious, actually. Man, my uh, cat has more that was, Dude, than that you. popped me. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was my that. high. Um, my low. And Mikey, I think you'll appreciate this. Yeah. It was the during the mojo. <laughs> And uh, I don't even know his fucking name anymore. Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins, uh, Match. Ryan Philby, he's out there. But JBL cannot get the fucking show right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the star show show, star of the... Yeah, and it happened like three fucking times. By the end, like if I was Ryan Philby, I'd been like, this is so embarrassing. Like, I come out here to promote my show, and this guy fucks up the show name four fucking times, and now I gotta pretend I'm friends with this flubby fucking maniac. (laughs) (laughs) Flubby maniac. Oh, man. Uh, Mojo needs new gear. My God, he needs a singlet or something. Do you don't like the Zubaz? I don't mind that. Like, I just, I don't like, Some the, sort of I don't thing. like the trunks because his stomach is so flabby. It just looks, it looks so unnatural to wear trunks. Like, somebody should tell him that, you know, hide your fucking stomach, man. Like, put on a singlet and you'll be fine. More setups. Hey, it worked for guys in the 70s and 80s. Uh-huh. No, they weren't flabby, though. They were hard. Like, Greg Valentine had that yeah. stomach, but it didn't fucking move, bro. Yeah. Arn Anderson had some flub, but it didn't fucking... It yeah, wasn't like doughy. Around, yeah. yeah, it wasn't doughy. He's got like <laughs> dough. So. Uh, Part of HD television. <clears throat> my low is actually uh, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, similar to what you were just saying, Kurt Hawkins needs a shirt. Like, re- just go back and watch. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he literally has the man tit. Yeah, dude. Popping out. I'm like, you're not even remotely. It's funny, like, like uh, Ryder and Hawkins, a <clears throat> tag team back in the day. Look how they like r- they split ways. Riders like fucking ripped. Hawkins has bitch tits and love handles. Like yeah. what the fuck, man? Like, what really, happened to you, dude? It, it is one hundred percent really bad. Like it's it's kind of distracting. And I'm just like because like I see him go for it and and I see the, the <laughs> just his man did just flip and flop. I was focused on the stomach, but well, uh, yeah, mojo. If, yeah. If you go back, yeah, both of them. Yeah, that's, yeah. we just critique their bodies yeah. now. That's we just body shape body. both competitors <laughs> of the match like motherfuckers. Well, we, we ripped on Corbin's right. weird fucking eye, yeah. eye of a. St- 
stomach. <laughs> his stomach. His sideways belly button. His, 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 his body makes faces at you. Yeah, his stomach is, his stomach is blinking. <laughs> 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 and um, my high. Let's, let's not forget that he's a Golden Gloves guy. <laughs> and my high is actually the exact same commentary that you were talking about, uh, but not the JBL part. There was a moment in it when they were talking about David Otunga and what he's done. He's like, oh, yeah, I was in this, and I was featured in a Tyler Perry movie. And Ryan Phillippe goes, yeah, if Jennifer Hudson ever wants to come on the show, just let me know. And he was like, we're, we're not talking about her. We're talking about me. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he just completely shunned him after that. I will say Ryan Phillippe did well. Did oh, seem did well like he was a fan mm-hmm. and like – he wanted to, yeah, obviously he was there to plug his show, but but he didn't seem like like embarrassed to be there. Like some celebrities come and they feel like, oh, this is wrestling. Like, yeah. uh, he, he seemed, the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, last week. He, he tried. Yeah. I mean, he fucking tried. Yeah, I, I thought he was. They I gave him Mojo well. and fucking Kurt and fucking yeah. JBL stumbling over, putting over a show. Also, how short is that motherfucker? When they did that, the three of them in the back, it was just like he's literally at the shoulder of Mojo and like the chin of Hawkins, and I'm just like. Man, that guy's camera angle sucks. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know how to make him look taller. Uh, but yeah, so that 100%. You split like Tom Phillips. <clears throat> you say what? So you split like your Tom Phillips. <laughs> right, right. Tom Spiracy. Uh, so yeah, that was my high. I mean, I, I mean, my high that wasn't mentioned because we've already talked about Miz and Renee and the Miz Cruise match. Those are. My high that wasn't mentioned was the fact that since I was at the show, I didn't have to listen to the JBL commentary. See, we're gonna now that's it. a fact. <laughs> no, um, so uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, what are we thinking about the triple threat match now? Because we really haven't talked about the end of it. Uh, triple threat match, obviously, going to be Corbin Ziggler and uh, AJ Styles for the title. Uh, Z, what are you thinking about it? Uh, I mean, you I think Corbin's deserving of it and everything right now? I do. I, I think he's. It, it, you know what? It, it's not so much that he's deserving of it. I think he has made you know tremendous strides in uh, both his ring work and his mic work. Um, but I, it's just nice to see somebody else in the title picture. Right? Doesn't matter who it is. It. I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's Plus Corbin. How credible of a threat is Dolph Ziggler? Honestly, right? I agree. No, see, he's that, not. That was actually going to be one of my lows too. Is Dolph Ziggler face Dolph Ziggler? Sucks. He says the same thing in every promo every week, and he never succeeds. He always fails. He yeah, he beat Miz that one time, and then he lost immediately Oof. after. Yeah. But, but, but so literally, really it's like as on the fake, microphone. I don't. He, like, he's, he's a stand up comedian in his spare only, time. I just don't see that. Like, but as a heel, I, I don't get it. I I always liked Ziggler as a heel, like when he had the 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 wiggle room to kind of say Vicky Guerrero to get heat. Well, that too, but no. When he was too good like, in the ring even to when he it. first started the show off gimmick and whatnot. But I, I like Dolph. I just think at this point he's lost so much that when he when he first came over to SmackDown, he won. I was like, oh well, maybe this is his last chance. And since then, he's fucking lost and lost and chance. lost and lost. Whether it's the Intercontinental Belt or so, you're telling me out of everybody on SmackDown, this is going to be the next fucking guy or the guy that's going to potentially be AJ? No, he's fucking not. So at least throwing Baron in there, you go. Well, now something yeah, depth is right. Rules. Now something can happen. Well, when they actually when they had their interaction, I was like, "Oh, okay, now it makes sense why Dolph won." Because I thought Dolph was going to lose to Corbin, and then you'd have Corbin versus AJ. Obviously, AJ retains, but but the whole thing's like there's not that many solid heel at the top. Of, I mean, face at the top of that card. 
I swear, Dolph and Ambrose are your only solid faces on that. One hundred percent. You were so in that you, crowd. You, AJ's AJ's over. AJ's. Oh, hey, we all know. Like, as much as they try to push him as a heel, he's a face. He says something about Kevin Owens, but it's like the only two guys that they are pushing as faces on SmackDown for the top of that car are Ziggler and Ambrose. But, and, but the thing is, you can't. He just lost the Intercontinental. Why? Why am I going to believe that he's going to? You know, I it just it's dumb. I know he had that title for like a day or something. It's really dumb. Why is he? I what mean, makes him to be fair? Why is he even in the title picture? That's though? what I'm saying. It's just dumb. Because he, he won a fatal four, four way. Yeah. Why? Why, why was, did he even have an opportunity to be in that match? Really? Because the same because four or five no guys. Because, because Baron Corbin was walking because black carpet. Their main event guys are in the tag division: Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only other main event guys they got. They say it seemed like they're finally trying to build Apollo Cruz, which I'm happy about that. Yeah, they had a good match. Miz and Apollo had a good best match, match on the card. Yeah, hands out. Yeah. Say, but outside, I was like, we pretty much just named off all of your your singles competitors that you met in this division right there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're thin, man. Uh, especially if they're gonna put Orton and Bray in that tag team thing, then who do you got? I mean, you got Kane. You know, like who else you can throw in there? Jeez. Some people probably. Come up in the Royal Rumble that are going to go there. I, I think maybe that, like a I Joe. Think they, I think they need. They it. have to. <laughs> think um, Joe, you think Joe comes up in the Rumble and goes to SmackDown? See, Joe and Ty. There is a conversation right now going on that Joe is supposed to, or not supposed to. There's talk of Joe versus Styles at Mania. That would be <sighs> fucking sweet, dude. That would be uh, badass. And Z made a point. Uh, do you think that they might have AJ Styles break? CM Punk's record. They were gonna do it with Rollins before he got injured. Why not? Because he's I mean, and solid chip, and you can actually see him doing like what New Day did when they were healed for so long. But I, who, I don't, I don't know. I, I give two shits about these damn records anymore. Well, uh, but also, it, this also it's that's stupid. A, to it's me. a big fuck you to CM Punk as the way. Yeah, I know, but that's just petty bullshit. Like. To me, I just I don't I don't care. I we just, know McMahon's been petty in the past, though. That's not at, he's not at, above I, that. I know. Look at I know. AJ he's not above that at, at all. We know that. Record. But I'm but I'm Would personally. Do you really think that Nikki Bella is deserving us breaking no, that record? But I'm just saying I'm personally saying like I could give two shits if he breaks it or not. I just want him to have a good run. And when it's time to give it to somebody else, it's obviously not because there's nobody there that's ready for it right now. Um, at least in my opinion. Uh, then that's all that matters. I, I don't care about the fucking records anymore. Every fucking month they're trying to break a new stupid ass fucking record just to break it. You know, it, it, nobody fucking gains anything from it. Nobody's going to go fucking New Day is fucking one of the greatest tag teams ever because they broke the record. Th- th- it's doing nothing for them. They're just breaking records just to break the fucking record. Well, I will put New Day in a debate for being one of the greatest stables of all time. No. No, not even fucking close. I said one of them. I'm not saying the best. <clears throat> no. The best really? black faction of all time. Hands down. <laughs> Nation of Domination, bro. They're okay. still more relevant today than fucking New Day will be in fucking 10 years. He's got a point. Who sold more, more, who sold more merchandise? Uh, I don't know. Because it's a hotter think... era. It's, they, they might have Nation of Domination was a heel faction. They weren't meant to sell merchandise. Yeah. But was it New Day started off as a heel faction? Yeah, that didn't work. But they didn't start <laughs> selling merchandise until they became faces. What? I can hear you. Oh, I said they, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't start selling merchandise until they became faces. That's when the I, T-shirts and the bootios and the cereal. Smitty, and- I, I know you love New Day, and I think they're okay. I, I, I don't dislike them, but you cannot sit here and tell me. One, you try telling me that they were more over than Booker T at one point, 
And now you're trying to tell me they're one of the greatest factions. Well, you got the Four Horsemen, you got NWO, you got fucking the Freebirds, right? Freebirds, DX. DX, You're telling me the New Day belongs in that discussion? No fucking way. Give them another year or two. I don't think they'll be around another year or two. Do you think they'll be yeah together in a year or two? So what do you think they're gonna do when when they feel like the New Day run is done? I don't know. That's kind of scary for those guys. I think that's what taking the titles off of them really is. Like their run is done. I mean, not saying that it's over now, but it's definitely dwindling down from here on out. Yeah, I mean they don't. They just don't. There's not too many yeah. other directions they can as, go. As long as those here. guys are on top, you, you can't really push Cass and Enzo. That's another reason you take the titles off of them. Well, the rumor is they're supposed to be turning heel again. New Day? Yeah. Why? Probably to push Cass and, he, and Enzo. That was my... When I heard it, that was my impression. So where does Gallows and Anderson fall in all this? I mean... They got lost in the shuffle. <clears> with the Dudleys... They should just leave then. <laughs> I mean, they get that good Dudley run. They should just leave. Go back no, to New get, Japan. Take the ass to SmackDown where you actually could have an opportunity to be something. It's still the same company. Like, I, but I, you know what? Who, who, you put them on SmackDown, your heel team is now, you could break away Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. <clears throat> put them on more stuff. Unless you're going to have uh, a Wyatt family faction where Somehow Luke Harper is now fighting for the IC belt because I kind of saw that possibly being in there because uh, like him versus Harper's Ambrose been, Harper's been awesome over the last couple two weeks. <clears throat> That's you know I know I know he didn't beat Ambrose but he's facing Ambrose he, you know he fought Ambrose uh, and now Ambrose is going to be going after the IC title. I could see Luke Harper getting involved in that somehow. Uh, and then you putting a third belt in New Day, so now the I mean, not sorry, uh, and the Wyatt family, so now the Wyatt family is the Intercontinental Champion as well. Do a Freebird rule with that exact same title. Pick who the fuck we're gonna have fi- face whoever to have this title. Oh, That'd be dope. <clears throat> then, then they'd bring Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> and which I mean, it's just it, this is stuff that you could see them doing now because now that you put Orton with them, you kind of gave them credibility once again. Yeah, legitimacy. Uh, hopefully into the future i don't i mean look that's just my opinion on things i do i think that aj's gonna break this record i don't know but i will say that he him versus joe at mania sounds great couple nxt guys coming up uh for the royal rumble awesome good call wait man you think new day is better in evolution i didn't say that get the fuck out you said one of the greatest come on this is one of the greatest. I mean, I'm not saying. Okay, that, hold on. What, what are you sitting greatest. there just thumbing through the, fucking? Do you think they're in top ten? <laughs> better than the Hart Foundation? No, not top ten. Then they can't be one of the Come greatest. If they're not in the top ten. You said I'm they're sorry. in the discussion for the greatest. Yeah, one of the greatest. No, but again, dude, if you don't put them, you, in, if you're not in, top ten, you're, you're not, not one, one of the greatest. greatest. They're a good stable for this time. They're not even the best of this time period. The Shield was better than fucking they are. True, that that is fact. And maybe this is my distaste for Roman Reigns. Only reason I only disagree with that. I I don't even understand let's why say the two, say the two, like, for him. There was there were two better guys, and the guy who really didn't deserve it is the one who's getting the biggest push out of him. To an extent, I mean, look, we would just said it yourself. Rollins was supposed to break the record until he got injured. All so three do of them you think have that held means the world championship. Rollins has been really the main event for six months till this month was the first month he was out of it. Yeah. He's been back. You know, I it's I, I, Dean was in the main event till this month. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so no, and then for, and there was but but even on Raw. What who's been showcased more than uh, Universal Champion? 
the United States Chris champion. Jericho. Um, <laughs> if you if you really want to get technical, the title to outshine both of those titles has been the women's title. Yeah, like the if you want to, yeah, technically the women's mat, women are more. I know we're just. Going way off, but you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> your New Day love has made you blind to reality. Like your Goldberg love? No, Goldberg's sweet. <laughs> so Goldberg gonna... is legit sweet. <laughs> Shalom, bitches. So how about the Scott Who sold more merchandise, New Day or Goldberg? Within yeah, the last decade. Within the last decade. Within the last decade, New Day. If Goldberg comes out with a shirt right now, he's going to sell more fucking than fucking New Day would. Goldberg has two shirts out. Did, does he wear them? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he wears. So he's he got some big-ass big winter jackets. Jacket yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, ratings for uh, SmackDown. <clears throat> Smitey. 8-5. Joe? Yeah, I'm biased because I was there and I had a blast. It was super fun. And I got to see 205 Live in its infancy. So I'm going, it's, it's probably... Inflated score, but I'm gonna give it a nine because hmm. I had, I just had so much fun there. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a great time too. I'm still giving the show about a seven. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. I thought it was a solid show. Nothing special. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, that's exactly the rating I have as a seven after going back and watching it. Uh, yeah, as I was far saying, as, being yeah. there, I would have had a higher one, but after watching it today, as far as the experience of being there, I will. I agree with you, Joe. I think I my experience there it was a ten. Nine. Yeah, as far as experience goes, from and that's there. not because that's not like that experience. all the time at WWE shows. They can be kind of not dead. fun sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. But this was like I've a live ass crowd. We went into it thinking it was like a throwaway, nothing show, and it wasn't. And we got pleasantly surprised by a couple savage-ass uh, promos. Right. You know, Miz and uh, Natalia and even uh, Carmella a little bit, you know. Uh, got surprised. Got Didn't Car- expect to see AJ wrestle. I know it wasn't really a match, but he got to see him just beat the living fuck out of James Ellsworth, which was awesome. Right. Do you think you that's know? why they made it a, a triple threat match? Is to his, give his, his ankles so he doesn't so have probably you can have a Dolph Baron yes. Corbin interaction kind yeah. of from out of it. Yeah, because he's still totally. nursing that injury. Uh, also, the Carmelo Ellsworth didn't <clears throat> seem like they starting right now. Yeah, what, that, 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 that was odd to me. That I don't. That's weird. That, Very odd. I don't understand that at all. Like they shouldn't even have, that. That kind of cheapened my high. You know, with AJ kicking Ellsworth's ass. You know, <laughs> like, no, like you should have kept him off the show. He should have been. They just they're like James Ellsworth has been taken to a medical facility, and then as soon as they say that, he comes walking out the fucking door. Like, yeah, I was what? Like, what? It'd have been better if he just stayed off the show and he's at a medical facility facility because AJ just fucked him up. You um, know? They're about to run the whole Cedric Alexander Alicia Fox thing right. with James Ellsworth. So I want to I want to touch on what happened post everything uh, because I think that honestly that was the greatest point of the entire show after. SmackDown after 205 Live there was the dark match it was a tag match where it was Miz, Bray and Orton versus Dean and American Alpha uh, Dope as hell. it was amazing the crowd was literally split for Miz uh, and when oh, I say yeah. when I say literally split I mean like split split like one side of the arena Miz was chanting Miz can wrestle the other side of the hard cam side is chanting yes, yes he, he can, can. <laughs> it's I, I look there's split crowds where you we were oh, on yes, hard cam half, side yeah, <laughs> half and half we were in the yes we can crowd yeah, and yeah. It, but it was literally I'm looking at the crowd going Miz can't wrestle and even Miz was acknowledging it because he's standing on yeah, the apron he was, he was and cool. he turned around facing the announce table and he'd, he'd look at the, he'd look at the side and they would go, Miz can't wrestle. And then he'd look at our side and he'd pump, yes, he can. Like which with each syllable, uh, he'd pump his arms up. And th- that's the first time I've ever seen that in my life. 
I I've known there, I know about mixed crowds, and I know that you can hear half and half. I didn't. It's the first time I've ever seen that half of the arena versus the, this half of the arena. I kind of liked how uh, <clears throat> the crowd was chanting "C C yeah. C" when uh, uh, Becky Lynch or La Luchador, yeah, yeah, when they were giving her a rub. Um, I I love the fact that Mike Kyoto was laughing throughout the entire fucking dark match tag match because they were all like, "What the fuck's going on with the crowd right now?" You know what pissed, me, you know what pissed me off though, and I mean, not, not that I really I cared, but the whole time they advertised for Detroit, Kane versus uh Orton, Kane versus Orton, yeah, uh, AJ and Ambrose, versus Ambrose yes. for the title, and I mean, up until the day of the show, they have why if you're not going to do that, why not pull that advertisement? Well, because I don't think they really knew, like C- card it, subject to change. Yeah. Well, right. No, hey, you already spent the money on that advertisement. You're going to want people to go to SmackDown. But at the same time, like we said, AJ injured his ankle the other day. Speaking of the crowd, mm-hmm. can I backtrack real quick? Yeah. Um, to when real Neville quick, came real out, quick. when Neville came out and uh, did his heel turn <clears throat> at, at the pay per view or whatever, the crowd was chanting, "Thank you, Neville." Mm-hmm. Do you think they're chanting that because they're unhappy with the cruiserweight product? Yeah. Or because well, that, that match was kind of boring to begin with, so they were probably thanking him. Were they all has diluted the cruiserweights, man? No, I agree with you. I, I, I Joe, was, I, you're exactly right. They people are fucking angry at this. Cruiserweight was, are they? Are they? Were they chanting because they they're happy that Neville finally doing something? Or are they chanting that because they're unhappy with the cruiserweight? Probably both. Yeah. yeah. Both. Now, now, really think about it. Who has a flashy finisher in the cruiserweight division outside of Neville? Let's say honestly, when Rich Swab was doing the, the standing four fifty, that was pretty flashy. flashy. Yeah, but he's he's just that's he's doing that kick now. No, I was doing a spin kick. Yeah, well, because yeah. that's a very high risk finisher. You, you keep doing that, he's going to fuck it up sooner or later. You know, that'll happen to the Phoenix Splash. He he, he was one of the only people in WWE I've seen complete. I'm talking now. Like you can go ahead and always talk about oh this is what they were no I want now because that's what we're talking about well, that as- match sucked okay can we say <clears throat> yeah. that triple yeah. right oh, yeah it was yeah. horrible it was fucking like Joe said there's parts are it made no fucking sense I saw I thought the same thing when fucking they broke the he let go and then they fucking did it later I was like that's fucking dumb uh, then the match just like abruptly ended it was like wow that was that's the end it was just like oh yeah, yeah. bad finishes all was, night there yeah. was no build it was just like okay. We did our stuff. Here's a random fucking finish. It, there was an, it, it was a fucking... Neville saved that shit. Yeah, 100%. For a division that's supposed to be based around in-ring work, that was not a good match. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that's going to end it for us, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com, slash, we switched everything up, guys, slash BDRcast. So BDRcast. Uh, also on Twitter, at BDRcast. Cast, <clears throat> sorry, just re- shorter, easier to put. If you guys are going to c- tag us in something, obviously that gives you much more uh, leeway on Twitter and things like that. So, and it works for us. So, thank you so much for listening. Again, we love being here on Podcast Detroit here at the new home, nine to eleven every Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud and you want to hear us live, we come right after all the wrestling shows Wednesdays, nine p.m. to eleven p.m. or eleven o two p.m. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are the Ring Crew, Smitty. Smarky, happy holidays. Z. Orlando, and fuck your holidays. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your kids. <laughs> fuck your couch. And of course, me, Mikey, a.k.a. Endo Amorphe. Oh.